For in-depth analysis, there's ESPN. For a couple of guys giving you reactions, rumors, and straight-up opinions, this is the place. Corner Pub Sports. Check out the website, cornerpubsports.com. Follow them on Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and find them on Facebook. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hey, this is Riley Tote, and you're listening to Corner Pub Sports. It's true. Corner Pub Sports. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. Hey everybody! What's up? Friday night, welcome to the pub! Right! This is Corner Pub Sports. It's myself, Sean, along with... Sean. <laughs> and it's Mike. What's up everybody? And Ron will be here momentarily. Bringing some awesome food, I'm excited. Yes, we'll get to that in a little bit when he brings it. They hooked us up last week. If you listened last week, you know what we're talking about, but uh, amazing stuff. Uh, Friday night, favorite night of the week. We get to uh, drink and talk sports, and among other things, and uh, you know, like we always do. And uh, we we have a full agenda to to say the least for tonight. So yeah, lots lot going on in sports uh, right now. Yep, absolutely. Figured I uh, kick a little two lot crew at you guys tonight. To <laughs> start start the evening. Sean's into it. I like bobbing. There you go. Little doo doo brown. We got the chunk. <laughs> yeah, we got the chunk. So, uh, uh, Sean and I are, are finishing off the uh, the Apple Crown Royal. I'm a little jealous because I got here late. Give you some. Want some? He's thinking about it. You want some? You want some? Come on, I'll get you. Nah, it's good. All right, but uh, Mike, you're drinking. The Troganator. Uh, yes. Love we'll, the Troganator. We'll all be hitting that a little bit later. Yeah. Tro- Trogs, uh, Trogs, Troganator is awesome. We also have it's a... It's heavy har- alcohol content, too. Man. It's just, oh, that's a, it's, a, it's a Bach, right? It's a... I think it's... Is it a... a double Bach. Double Bach, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what is it like? I think it's like... Is it 10? I'll no, check it out. Not, Let me look yeah, at it. I'll okay. check it out. I mean, what's it taste like, though? Um... It, it, it's got a little bit of a caramel type um, aftertaste. And 8.2. 8.2, yeah. 8.2, percent. It's um, bronze in color. Uh, a lot of... Uh, it's a German northern brewer. Magnum. Oh, how about that? Yeah, but Trogs is in uh, Vermont or Massachusetts, no, aren't Trose they? Trogs is in Hershey, dude. Oh, Hershey? <laughs> Oh, Hershey. There it is. There Hershey PA, right on the side. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, the Harpoon. The Harpoon, harpoon is, is right, from... Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I mixed them up. But, um, yeah, once I get through this whiskey, I'll break through some uh, beer. It's a lot of whiskey to get through. It is. I might have to just open <laughs> this up and use About this. About four shots of whiskey. No wonder, no wonder you guys are like, you want some? You want some? <laughs> I'll give you some, yeah. You can't what's, soon enough. what's a good thing when you go on the air about two minutes earlier, which is probably why I went on two minutes late? It's catastrophic. Yeah, I broke a glass all over the floor. 
Fallen Soldier. And I didn't even drink yet. I had one sip of whiskey. Luckily, it was empty. Party foul. I gave myself a violation on that. That was bad. Uh, we had a, uh, you know, we, we generally like to, you know, BS before we uh, go on the air, or before we get into the sports and stuff. We have a couple deaths to cover, but actually, before I get to that, just to give you guys a quick recap, or uh, preview, that worth the breath to get into, we're going to give you a Phillies recap of the first week of the season. Uh, I actually just got back from the home opener today, and it was cold. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, we'll get into the NCAA tournaments, the uh, championships wrapped up. Uh, we'll, we'll look at the Flyers' uh, year as they come to an end without a playoff uh, berth. Yeah, I know how I feel about that. Yeah. And NFL, there's a lot to get to. Um, there's some rumors floating around with the Eagles. They also made a pickup. There's a, a local uh, you know, favorite here in, in town who's, who's apparently suffered from CET. Uh, CTE, I mean. And, um, and we got you know Tony Romo and some other stuff going on. So, And we also have an interview from the Eagles' Marcus Smith. Uh, That'd be interesting. Yeah, so you know we're. I, I guess it's 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 safe to say that Marcus Smith has been uh, underperforming. I guess as a first round pick, but this could be the year that he breaks out. Uh, if, if, if you know in a new system last year again, but seemingly a system that seems to work for him, and he's going to have a, an increased role this year. So it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. Uh, he's in a contract year, right? Yes. So. Yeah. Right. This is his third. Uh, third year as a rookie, yeah. I believe so, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, the the problem was is that he, he got overdrafted and then he had to live up to the expectations of a first. And and from that standpoint, he's been... Was it a little un- unfair then? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. But, but regardless, if you're even a third-round pick and you don't get on the field for the first two years, and you're, then, then you're, you're not... You're not performing well. Yeah. yeah. He was a Chip Kelly guy, right, too? Chip Kelly? Yes, he, he was. was a Chip so Kelly guy, yeah. yeah. Right. They traded back. Basically, they got caught with their pants down. They yeah. they didn't like anybody at the draft that they had, and they, they felt like they could draft, trade back. And then, like, the two guys that they really wanted, like, went right before them, and then mm-hmm. they traded That's back. Right. And then, yeah. oh, then there was two other guys that they probably could have taken, and then they just mm-hmm. panicked and, and, you know. Yep. Yeah. I, don't I, know I remember that. I just, yeah. ah, I, just, I was just like, what are they doing? Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll we'll, uh, we'll hit on that a little bit later as we as we play back the interview. Um, but uh, here in Philly, you know, even if you're watching the national games, you're not from the area. You're familiar with the fact that the Eagles had a or the Eagles, the, the Philadelphia uh, town had a had a guy portraying Benjamin Franklin. His name was uh, Ralph Ralph Archbold, and he passed away this week. So um, well, he's the one that's married. He, he was married Betsy to Ross. Uh, Betsy Ross, yeah. right? right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the other kind of thing. The theme of of, of Philadelphia yeah. is that you know, Betsy Ross, the 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 person that portrayed Betsy Ross, married, you know, yeah. the person who played Ben Franklin. Man, was he, he was what seventy six, in his seventies? He was in his seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a shame. You know, he was a uh, he seemed like a really nice guy yeah. and stuff, and uh, yeah, and see him in events and 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 so on and commercials and yep. all kinds of stuff locally. So they're holding open editions. For uh, the next Ben Franklin, so uh, maybe you, I'll think, try it out. you think about throwing your hat in the ring? Uh, I'm yeah. gonna try it out. Yeah. <laughs> gain, gain like 200 pounds and go hey, for it. I got oh, it. You got it. There you go. I'll Sign me up. Yeah, shed some of yours on the Yo, main. Guys, why don't glasses? you go fly a kite? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh see. <laughs> Luckily, I don't have the soundboard up right now. <laughs> 
Um, but there was also another death, and it was uh, uh, he died at the age of ninety. Comedian, oh, insult comedian, yeah, I should say. One of the best. Don Rickles, man. Yeah. Don Rickles died. One of the best. Sucks. He was 90, wasn't he? 90 yeah. years old. And, and he was, lived, uh, lived a good life. Supposedly his health was fine, except for what it was kidney failure he passed away mm-hmm. from. But they, you know, other than that, he was, dude, he was yeah. sharp as sharp as day. Yeah, I mean, he was still like doing yeah. shows. Yeah. Like. Yep. He he was uh, uh, one of the legendary um, DJs in this area. Pierre Robert absolutely loved Don Rickles. Loved him. Yeah. Loved him. <clears throat> and he was actually the first person I thought of when Don Rickles died. I was like, wow, like he's probably going to do something. And I didn't get to hear if he did or not, but I'm sure he did. Um, but he would always like, you know, reference him and stuff and like that. And uh, But think about it. I mean, you know, who else from that era remains? No. As far as comedy goes. Was yeah. was Rickles, wasn't he the one that was like still like hung out with the Rat Pack? Yeah. And everything? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he was like, well, he was always on the D. Martin show, like the yeah. Rose and D. Martin yeah, 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 yeah. stuff. So he, uh, you know, he was Johnny like. Johnny Carson. Dude, yeah, he was a Johnny Carson. Did all Carson. that stuff. I mean, yep. He's, yeah. Uh, but he, he towed the line. Yep. You know, he towed the line. And I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah. Well, I guess he crossed so. the line, I'm sure. Oh. Uh, uh, but he, 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 got, he got away with it, though. It's not Rickles. You can kind of do it, you know. He, I, he you did know it to everybody, though. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, I mean, just yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, they, like, you, if he was actually a compliment. If he made fun of you, it was a compliment. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those equal opportunity. Like, if you actually go and, and really no one is, you know, out of context, like, if you go after everybody, you're usually mm-hmm. you, you're you get some leeway, which yeah, is why exactly. like a show like South Park can get away with what they yeah. get away with because right. they exactly. mix down everybody. It's expected, but yeah. right, right. And Ron will be entering the uh, the studio All in a right. second. Yeah, Ron's bringing some goodies. So, Fat Holy Jack's shit, that's a big bag. That is, that is a big bag. <laughs> Fat Jack's barbecue has done it again. Nice, dude. That smells so good. It's ridiculous. I haven't. Eaten since like three o'clock. I know. I ate about an hour ago. I'm ready to go. Uh, so, <laughs> so while we're, while we're getting that set up, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. Some, I'm gonna play back some uh, Don Rickle stuff. All right. Okay. Yeah. That's good. We'll eat. Is that your wife, sir? Jesus Christ. I'll tell you this. What was it? A train? And I love the Italian people. I'll never forget the word of Carmine Gangananzo, who said to me in Brooklyn on a Saturday night. <laughs> Catholic and I'm a Jew and Sammy, you're black. I'm sorry. You know, I, I never I never tell the truth. I, I exaggerate. I make fun of blacks, whites, Jews, Italian. Well, Jews. Uh, you're Chinese, right? Chinese? This girl here? If you're not, get your eyes fixed. Look at a Chinese boy sitting there going, who's Chinese? Who's Chinese? Phyllis Diller, ladies and gentlemen, who, when she was born, God ran out of clay and made her face trick-or-treat Charlie. Her former husband said on the wedding night, No! Bob Newhart made the claim that he was my closest friend. I have never met Bob Newhart. I'll put it to you another way. Bob Newhart goes to many gay parties. I like you very much, Tully. I like you more than I thought I would like you. Please sit down, because we could be married in an hour. That's what's in your heart, right, Sam? Be proud. Brothers, we kiss, we hug. Uh, Any black on my lips? Don't write letters, folks. We cover them all. Nah, I'm not going on. Come back. 
What an evening, Mike. It's so it's good to see you. I didn't know you were still on. Yo, yo. But this is a good jacket. You come in tomorrow night with cotton candy, and you work the carnival. <laughs> now, anyway, uh, did I say something since I've seen you? Certainly, I've gotten so old. <laughs> 19 years, John. That's right. Don't milk it anymore. Walk away. It's <laughs> a little bit of... That's a little bit of Don Rickles, man. Uh, peace be with you, brother. Rest in peace, man. That was yeah, an absolute legend in, in his own right. So. so, yeah, he, like we said, he definitely crossed the line, without a doubt. <laughs> some, of his, some of his jokes, man. Um, but, you know, am I not mistaken? Was he not the one being portrayed in Goodfellas? I think it was Casino you're thinking of. No, 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 no. It was it was Goodfellas where he's like, there's your wife, take her with nah, you, please. Nah, it wasn't him. It wasn't? Okay. I, I wasn't sure I if that... I know what you're talking about. He was, he was a king of one-liners back then. Okay. I don't... That wasn't him. I don't, I okay. Know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. I wasn't sure. I, I, I thought no, maybe yeah, you, they were same playing... Same kind of... Yeah. So yeah I get yeah. it. Uh, so again, Fat Jack's Barbecue hooking us up tonight, man. Dude, Dude this is incredible. This spread is, is really. amazing. We got ribs... Brisket, or bri bri I'm sorry, brisket, wings, pulled pork. What's the two different wings there? Hot wings in that barbecue? Hot, hot wings barbecue. barbecue. Yeah, dude, that's they're awesome. Both, they're both incredible. That's awesome. I'm telling you, 50 cents for uh, these wings on a Wednesday, unbelievable. So check them out uh, down in Mayfair. And where's our location, Ron? It's in uh, Northeast. Okay. Yeah, and it's, it's in Northeast, right by uh, Red Line Road and the Roosevelt Boulevard. Fatjacksbarbecue.com? Yeah, they do have a location. They have a couple locations. Park. Yeah, there's there's one uh, one or two in Jersey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, check them out, man. It's awesome. You know why? It's good. That's why. So why don't we get into some sports? Uh, the uh, Philadelphia Phillies kicked off their season this 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 week. You were at the Two thousand seven. I was. Um, I left in the seventh, man. It was. Uh, I took my son, you know, my ten month old, and uh, it was cold. It was cold, but. Uh, uh, it was an it was boring for the first six innings. They uh, mustered two. Well, not boring if you were a Nationals fan. Well, yeah. no. Yeah, Velasquez <laughs> did not have a good no. outing today. No, he did not. This um, is exactly what you didn't want to see out of him, actually. Well, this is yeah. exactly what the fear is with Velasquez. Right. Is that yeah. he cannot control his pitches. His ball-to-strike uh, ball ratio was horrendous. Um he all still managed 10 strikeouts in four innings, though, right? They did, and the Phillies as a team got Feast 17. With him. 17. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, three, the last three times the Phillies had 15 or more strikeouts in a game, Velasquez pitched, started the game. What is, I mean, that dude can mow him down. Yeah. He just has no control. He has good stuff, just can't control it, which is bringing up a point that we had last week, I think it was, that maybe he should hit the, hit the bullpen as you a closer. Yeah, I really didn't buy that at first. I kind of thought, like, look, he's – Pretty close to stretching his arm out to the point where he can get to, like, six or seven innings. I thought it was a little early to kind of be making that kind of call. But, man, the more I see him pitch, the yeah. the more I'm really quickly swinging to the other side of that argument. And it's a shame because it's only, you know, it's only his first start of the year. But this has been since last year we've seen this going. And that's the, that, that's the, the, first the general that's consensus the of Velasquez is that he has control issues. Right. Yeah, yeah but you'd you rather – wouldn't you rather see him – sorry. Wouldn't you rather see him as a – as a, well, I mean, obviously you want to be a starter because, you know, starters are more important than, than closers. But at the same time, I mean, he's – if he's – if, he's if he can only pitch a, an inning or two, like if, if he's only got four innings in him, I guess that's all you can do. 
Well, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. I mean, it's not like we well, don't what, need what is he? He's 20 what? 23, 24? He's pretty young. I, I, I'm going I'm to give the guy some time to see what happens. I'm not. Yeah, they shouldn't do anything drastic after one start. This was the first outing. You really yeah. wanted to see him in control yeah. and poised, and you wanted to see him go deep into the game. You really didn't want to see another atypical Velasquez outing where it's born, born done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was going against Scherzer, too. I mean, you know. Well, I mean. Yeah, it, but it, I mean, he's not. He's not yeah, he's pitching against him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, once he gives up the two-run home run yeah. to Bryce Harper in the first inning, it's 2 nothing. You're like, this well, isn't good. Nah. Scherzer didn't even take the mound yet, and he's already got a lead. He had nowhere to, what, five? That's exactly yeah. what you so, did. You know, he was on his A game today. So I was mm-hmm. giving, you know, it was going to be tough to Scherzer no matter what. You know. it, it was nasty out there. It was cold. It was windy. Um, uh, it, it's, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe opening day at home jitters. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, same thing. I guess that could be, but again, you, you know, this is not the way that you wanted to see him get out of the gate. I guess it's point blank as I can put yeah. it. But they did come back. Um, they fought back late after I left. Yep. Um, <laughs> of course. Which was fine because otherwise I wouldn't have made it back here on time for to do the show. So I had to yeah, especially with that parking lot, man. Dude, yeah. it was insane. Dude, there's a concert going on too, right? John, John Mayer. Yeah. John Mayer's playing down there. But um. Dude, the, the, the link parking lot was closed. I couldn't really? get in. Yeah, I couldn't get wow. in there. I've awesome. never seen that lot no, closed before. Be. Wait, 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 wait. K lot? Which lot? The K lot was closed. I couldn't get in there. No, no. I mean, like it was full. Oh, okay. Like I couldn't oh, get oh, in. Yeah, yeah. People. Oh, I think yeah. It was closed, closed. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. No, it was full. Like full of people. And I got down there at one o'clock. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, people probably took off. They were taking all yeah. day. So uh, yeah, opening days. Yeah, you know, like I said, we I you know we have our son and whatever, and we had to park pretty far away. Man, I felt bad. It was windy, and but he was actually. Great dude, he loved it. It was his first baseball game, and he had a blast. He was checking everything out and awesome. all this stuff, and you know we had decent seats. And actually, where we we're sitting, um, we didn't get the win until about the sixth inning. And that's when we we're like, all right, we got to roll. Like he's he's getting killed here. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, yeah, it's, um, it's a shame. I, I meant to take my daughter last year, and it just it just didn't work out. Well, the Phillies are still in town, so you could probably yeah, still, still do catch that. Catch a game. Well, no, I mean <laughs> this year. This year left. she's a maniac. <laughs> this year she wants it still. Uh, Last year was the year to do it. You know what? That's kind of true, Mike, because now good cheap seats. Now you might have to wait. Hang out in a little like picnic area up in the outfield. Yeah, you could do that. Walk around, everything like that. Just get standing room only seats. Mm-hmm. Could do that. You or, know you're not saying the whole game. Or just give him ice cream. Give, I give my kid ice cream and cotton candy and popcorn and anything I can find. And she's, yeah. she's content. Yeah, just bring your credit card. <laughs> yeah, bring your credit <laughs> bring card. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. But and and basically, let's just do something. I was thinking about this on the way home, actually, from the game. Let's do a three up and three down, okay? Basically, with the Phillies with this week. So three, three things that did that, that were good in your mind, and three things that were bad. All of us co- or just collectively, collectively, not okay. yeah, not collectively, not each each of us. But um, I don't know if you want to start, Ron. Like something, something that was good this week. Someone, someone that impressed you, or something the team did. I'm trying to think. I mean, it, it's a little difficult to say because I didn't necessarily see the second game where they really got blown out. It ended up being a shutout. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but generally speaking, oh, it's too nothing, but. just from what I saw, overall, the lineup itself, front to back, they seem to be doing a little bit of a better job this year. And again, I know it's a micro size sample, but they do seem to have a little bit more of a disciplined approach at the plate, with the exception mm-hmm. of maybe Franco, who right. still seems like he's going yeah. up and just swinging at he everything. Did, he, did that, he did that today, too. Today, the bomb and a knife. Yeah, he just. Dude, he had a runner on. Yep. Popped up. Pop up, yep. And anytime they pop up, you know they're going. For, they're trying to hit the ball to the park. Uh, for me, a double Herrera. But generally, is it not? A double Herrera statistically oh, had yeah. the best opening series of any Phillies player ever. Really, statistically speaking, wow. yes. 
Um, wow. And he was good today. Yeah. He was on the base just about every time. Um, he's working counts. Yeah. Helly Kendrick actually had a pretty good season, too, or a series, rather, too, yeah. for the most part. He did. Um, Sets so two. Have another one? I like. I like. I like. Go ahead, Sean. I like Daniel Nava. I mean, he. I Thank like, you. you know, I like, I like the fact that there's a, a bench guy there. You know, because you know, I I still have no clue what to make of Michael Saunders yet. I don't really know. He came from the Blue Jays. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure. Like, so yeah, but I, I like seeing him. You know, come through. Uh, like you said, Harry Kendrick. I like. I think these guys are going to be major. Like when it comes down to the trading deadline, yeah. Again, some of the yeah, they're uh, going to have three guys. If Saunders can perform, they're going to have three guys that they can get some prospects for. Kind of building you know. on that a little bit too. Brock Stasi had a really nice, yeah. you know, foot out of the gate too. Again, micro yeah. size sample size, but yeah. you know, and three down. Well, Mike, 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 why don't Mike, you start because you didn't do a three. Um, well, I mean, I, I guess the the first down would be. Um, Velasquez, there you um, go. Yeah, not you know not being able to get out of four innings, um, again control problems, walking people. Um, so I, I mean I, I guess that's probably where I would go. I'm gonna go with the bullpen in general. You got a bunch of guys like they they did okay today, um, for the most part. But Adam Morgan the other yeah, day was brutal. Shady. I mean, but but again we you know we kind of alluded to it. Velasquez had 10 strikeouts. The team in a hole had 16. These are hard. They have a hard-throwing bullpen, but they're very young, and they, they just seem to not be able to place the ball where you want it to go. Um, I mean, maybe, again, you know, we're – They're location pitchers. When they're not hitting their spots, they get rocked. It's just that simple. It's like feast or famine. Full disclosure, again, it's four games in. We're not – I'm not being overly critical, but this is a concern – um, you know, this is something that they were supposed to improve on. And, and so far in the early going, the bullpen's been kind of letting me down. And we need one more between you and uh, you and Ron. That's Ron. Oh, well, I mentioned Miguel Ron. Franco. I mean, that would there probably be mine. I mean, again, he's somebody that after working with Matt Stairs all offseason, he was somebody, now that he has somebody that's supposed to be protecting him in the lineup a little bit, I mean, you do have a right-handed bat behind him that's a little bit of a credible hitter. Mm-hmm. You didn't want to see him walking up to the plate, it feels like, every time he's up and just swinging at everything that crosses his path. I mean, you wanted him to be a little bit more patient and wait for something he feels comfortable taking a swing at as opposed to just grabbing anything. Right. No, I agree. I agree with that. This team, they definitely look different, though. Not Stairs, the batting coach, they look more disciplined. Every at-bat, just, it seems like they're going up there with an actual purpose. It's just flying away like last year. You watch some of the bats last year; they were just absolutely pathetic. Right. You know, so which is interesting because Matt Stairs was kind of a grip it and rip it type yeah. player. So. Oh yeah, yeah. But if you listen, like Matt Stairs was on the broadcast team last year. If you listen to him call the game, or you know, the color analyst for for you know the Phillies, um, he, he did a nice job in breaking down pitches and stuff. So it's not like because like just because you were, I mean, I'm not saying Matt Stairs is a bad player, but Matt Stairs wasn't the best hitter in the world. Just because you weren't the best hitter in the world doesn't mean that, yeah. you don't know the game of baseball. So, like, it is interesting. Because um, yeah. think about how many other players weren't good players and ended up being good coaches because they understand the game. It's, it's just a different yeah. mindset. Yeah. I mean, he was a big guy. Like, like I think Ron said, he was built like a softball player. He was, yeah. And, um, but, yet, I mean, you know, that was his thing. That was his strength was to, you know, pop one out. Yeah. Like you said, but even, when, but even when you listened to him last year, like when on the – case of emergency <laughs> – Take stairs. <laughs> when you listen to him last year, he would break down at bats every at bat. But what guy? Even on the opposing teams, 
we said, you know, tell you what guys are doing wrong. So, uh, you know, he's, I think he's better off as a coach than he's an analyst. I was never a big fan of him as an analyst. <laughs> yes. I wasn't either. You know, I love Kruk, though. I yeah, love I, I like Kruk a lot. Yeah. I mean, I obviously hear him today, but yeah. I mean, so for the first series, he was great. Yeah. I love Kruk. Um, he's got a great sense of humor to him. Yeah. Great sense of humor. Yep. Dry humor, which is, but he's funny yeah. as hell. And, um, Personality and stories. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing of it is, like, just for example's sake, he's not a first timer to the booth. Like, he seems as yeah, opposed he did to like, yeah, yeah. you know, as opposed to Matt Stairs, for example, who's yeah. really never done the job before. It can get a little bit awkward. Or Jamie Moyer, mm-hmm. like oh, when they had him in there, he God. was brutal. <laughs> he was the you know, he knows what he's talking about, yeah. but I mean, he doesn't have any kind of microphone presence yeah. because he's never done the job before. He called games like he pitched slow. <laughs> like, zero personality, also. Like, right. Joel's in the house. <laughs> Joel, what's up, brother? Wow. Oh, man. Pleasant surprise, man. Grab a plate. Grab a plate and dig oh. in. You might have to grab one from upstairs. Ask my wife. Welcome to the I show, man. Got, do we have any? Yeah. Uh, Thatch Axe Barbecue use hooked us up. Yeah. <laughs> Food is incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Really good. This is some of the best barbecue I've ever yeah, had. It's excellent. That brisket is it's, ridiculous. It's really good. Uh, so while we're, I guess, talking about the Phillies, uh, one of the former Phillies signed with another team. And uh, I went to see everyone's take on this one, man. This is interesting. So... One of the all-time greats. I don't. I don't think there's any question. He's probably one of the one of the all-time great first basemen of all time um, for the Phillies. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard signs a minor league deal with the Atlanta Braves. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> curious. <laughs> Not to interrupt. Here's the, you know. the sauce. So He's only a future Hall of Famer. I mean, I don't know what you guys think. I mean, let's let's go let's go around the horn. Like what I did there, around the horn. Uh, what are your thoughts on him, Mike? I, 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 my thoughts are, I mean, like, I don't mind him. I don't mind that it's a rival, per se. I'm, you know, Atlanta hasn't been great lately. Um, I don't mind that he's still trying. I just, personally, I, I think that it, it, it's, it's better to, you know. Give to the receive? It's better to, what is it, like, um, what's this, the line? It's better to fade away. Fade away, or better to better burn out the burn fade out away. Fade yeah, away. Fade yeah. So, um, fade out the burn away. so I, I think that he's now fading away, and and I think that you hate the Willie Mays style ending to his career. Yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. On or the Steve yeah. Carlton. Yeah, that's yeah. a good Steve example. Carlton. Yeah. You finish up with the Twins. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, twins, it's so Indians, nobody wants to finish with the Twins. Look what happened and to Kirby Puckett. And he's died. on a he's on a minor league. Jesus. He's on a minor league uh, deal, so yeah. you know I, I don't even think he's gonna actually end up making it to the pros. So I mean, he, he's made enough money. He's this I understand it. Right, I understand it's just about pride. pride. It's yeah. all about pride. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll let somebody else go on. About no, I, told, I agree with you. Also, it's it is about it's the thing is he's not gonna what take over Freddie Freeman. <laughs> so. Yeah, like, you know. No, this so, is, I mean, from the Braves' point of view, it makes sense because they are looking for bench help. Yeah, this is a complete no-risk, high-reward scenario. I mean, they're not paying him anything. Yeah, it, you know, he's going to start off at extended spring training. I mean, the guy's got like six months worth of rust on him, and so I mean, it's not like he's ready to go. Yeah. But I, you know, God forbid he's able to pull himself together. I mean, that gives him a right or a left-handed power bench or power bat that they can bring off the bench. Right. In my it opinion, makes sense it, for Howard in the sense that their minor league complex is only like an hour from his house. Yeah. You know, it gives him an opportunity to actually make a major league roster. And, I mean, let's be honest, there clearly wasn't anybody beating his door down. So, no. you know, if he really wants to play, here's an opportunity for him. And uh, I think it's kind of a win-win all around. All power to him, man. I mean, yeah. look, um, he's 
easy to root for. Like, you want him to do well. You really do. Like, you, I want to see him do well. I don't want to see him hurt the Phillies when they play each other, but I want to see him do well. Like, he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. No, like Mike had hinted, I think the odds of him actually still making the Major League roster are really long. Unless, like, they're really desperate where they need a guy off the bench. Yeah, something yeah. like some happens to Freeman. Or- yeah. If if he didn't have that injury, I think he had. I think he had at least four years left in him. I think he'd still be our first baseman right now. That injury really, that it, you know, it destroyed his whole career because he can't he can't run, you know. And power hitters, everything's in their feet and their legs, and he, you know, your Achilles is. It was his back leg too. Yeah, I mean, you know, he tell, he's never seen player. No, nah, he was not. No, nah, absolutely killed his career. Um, I mean, I wish him the best of luck yeah. again. I mean, like you're saying, I, I'm not. So I sure wish him the best it. of luck. Yeah. I just, I, I just. Feel that he's not going to, and it's just a shame to watch that happen. Yeah, I mean, same with Jimmy Rollins. Look at Jimmy Rollins. You know, he's he's done now. Did he actually yeah, call? Did he actually? He's done. Did, did he actually call it career though? I don't think he personally no, did. He didn't officially retire, but, but he everybody else has. Yeah, he didn't make the Giants. I mean, which is not saying you know, yeah. not not for nothing. I mean, the Giants are a good team, a good roster, and everything. But he didn't make the Giants. It's like, no, I mean, Jimmy's still got a pretty good glove. I mean, from what I saw last year, I mean, obviously, it's not like I'm watching, you know, giant spring training games. But at the same time, I mean, he can't hit. I mean, yeah. he just doesn't have anything at the plate anymore. Want some whiskey, Joel? I mean, at least Dutley can go out there and, <laughs> yeah. like, legitimately take a swing at something. It's good, good shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually out of it. That was the end of it. All right, never mind. I thought you said you have regular crown. Oh, I do. You want some regular? I saw him shaking his head. I thought he was serious. I thought he was all about it. He's like, yeah. By the way, my dad my dad uh, texted me. Henny Youngman was the guy in Goodfellas, the one-liner guy. Ah, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Callahan. Yeah, thanks, da- thanks, Dad. Good call, Dad. <laughs> thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Hey, dad, Kinch, dad, welcome, dad. Welcome, Kinch. Dad, can we have a catch? Dad, did you see me strike <laughs> out on the field? Thanks, Dad. No. No. <laughs> Tell me when, brother. This could be a uh, while. Oh, Jesus. This could be a while. <laughs> oh, my God. There you go. You want to give him some ice? Jeez. Give yeah. the man some ice. There's some ice in that bucket. I got a fucking show to do. <laughs> You're doing a great job, too. Don't encourage him. So there's a uh, story I wanted to hit. You know what? Hold on a second. While we're talking about the Atlanta Braves, this actually fits. Did you guys hear... Giggity. Did you guys hear... The Allen Iverson commercial for the Met, for the uh, Braves. Yeah, I, I heard it. I heard it. It's it's pathetic. It's pathetic. Yeah. It's a money yeah. grab at its at its best. Uh, so so appara- like Michael Vick during Cure Auto commercials. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no money. Huh. Nah. So the the Atlanta Braves. Nobody's ever done that before. Well, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who went bank. Who was who's more bankrupt, Vicker? <laughs> Iverson. Oh, they're probably that's close. A, I mean, Vic's still playing. Vic's still paying yeah, you know, think, lawyers and whatnot. No, but that's a good but Iverson, I'm gonna say Vic. I th- I'd swear Vic's actually finally in the clear. Like I yeah, remember I reading right. one of his last seasons with the Eagles. Yeah. It's, he it, finally it, like. Probably, isn't probably Iverson supposed to get like a lump sum of money when he turns like 45 or something? He's supposed to get like a shitload of money. From yeah, he put his investment really? put money away. Yeah. What's he about 41 now? Yeah, 40? So he's got four years. So he's well, that's that's good that he. Did yeah, something like with it. I don't, I, it probably wasn't him. It was probably his invest, you know, his Well, yeah, but I mean, yeah. somebody had to protect him I, yeah, from exactly. himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's his own enemy. Damn. How about that? I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I Dude, didn't know that. Alan Iverson from- used to, you, you guys heard this story. Alan Iverson never packed clothes on his away game. Oh, yeah, I knew that. He, yeah, he used to, he that used to. Uh, that was in the book that, oh, God, what the hell was the name of it? The biography. Uh, when we had a. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Good Lord, I'm drawing a blank on the name. 
Because he did the Chip Kelly one to Mark, uh, not Mark. Um, Ken Pap. So, That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, the dude would buy clothes. Yeah, just leave him in the hotel. Just Jeez. have somebody buy clothes for him, and just buy him wherever he was, and probably like you know, probably like three hundred dollars outfits every day, eh. and then leave the clothes that he wore, which is another three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. in the hotel room. That's Everywhere just, that he went. That's bad. I'd love to do that. I would, yeah. Or you could be like... Uh, Why would you love to do that? I would rather <laughs> save the money. No, I'm saying I love to have... Save it for my kids and my I'm kids. I'm saying I love to have much oh, money, so that much money to be able to do that. A few money. Yeah, I just oh, leave the clothes. Money. Or you could be like Coy Detmer and pack nothing yeah. but a toothbrush. He used to do the same thing. He would yeah. wear the clothes he would not wear. Exactly the same reason, I heard that story. Not for the same reason. Yeah, he had... Yeah, he had nothing to do with money. Yeah, he had a fucking neck beard, for Christ's sake. Great quarterback, though. Yeah, he was just a fucking slob. So he would take his toothbrush and the clothes he was wearing on his back, and that was it. But anyway, so the Atlanta Braves. Who's that? I'm trying to remember who he roomed with. Yeah, he oh, did. yeah, who was it? Because he said he, he smelled. He smelled bad. Yeah, he smelled. He just looked at the guy. He's just. Ugh. He looked like a slob. Uh, so so Allen Iverson uh, gets, gets hired by the Atlanta Braves to do a commercial. And it's basically about the Atlanta Braves' new stadium. And the big concerns are over the fact that the, the Braves fans are pissed off because apparently the parking situation is not good. And we all know that Atlanta is like the, the you know the best at uh, traffic and everything, you know. Yeah, they have bridges that just fall. <laughs> yeah, the bridge exactly. collapsed out. There. What do they have? Thirteen. You know, the fairness, their parking situation wasn't exactly great to start with either. Though. No. Yes. But what's the difference? No fans go to their games exactly. anyway. Great. This is true. Don't give a shit. This is true. But it's anyway, true. so he, so here's the uh, here's their the traffic blows anyway. Here's the Allen Iverson Braves commercial. been a while since I've done one of these. It's been seven years since you retired. Are you making a comeback? <laughs> Are you funny, man? I noticed the Braves hat. Are you a fan? Definitely. I've been a Braves fan since I was little. What do you think of the new ballpark? I got a tour a while back. Sum it up. It was great. I had a great time. We've heard parking may be an issue. Parking? The best franchise in all of baseball and we're in here talking about parking. What are we talking about? I know we're not talking about parking. Is it going to be a hassle to get to these games? Got 14,000 spaces. See, this was, this was a, a joke. It's an important issue to the fans. I know it's important. But we worried about parking. Uh, not the game, but parking. Look, I know they got a plan. Man. One more question, I and then he just walks away. Yeah, trust the dude, process, dude, yeah. dude. so bad. Dude. That's so bad. That is the money grab if I've ever seen one. Oh, my goodness. That's so bad. I like are you kidding the, me? I like we said the Braves are the best organization of baseball. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, seriously. That is enough for you to Philadelphia. Yeah. However. Oh, yeah, the yeah. entire city rolls around. I know, like, really? <laughs> dude, that's atrocious. Yeah. But at the same time, Atlanta's like, we have a baseball team? (laughs) They're like, (laughs) they play here? What the hell is this? When did that happen? (laughs) I gotta look into that. That new fucking team in September, their stadium's empty while they're in a pennant race. Mm -hmm. Must be nice. Because it's a new stadium? Yeah, they will fill it this year because it's a new stadium. Yeah, absolutely. But but still, come on. And Turner Field was only. 20 years old? There's a little bit more to that, though, than just shit yeah, they the fact that it was old. Yeah. 
Well, you went there last year, right? It was completely inaccessible. Was it really? Yeah, one of the things we were noticing, because we walked to it, like from downtown Atlanta, like we walked over to the stadium. It really wasn't that far. It was only maybe a mile and a half. So we're like, look, it's a nice day. So we walked down and everything. Excuse me, I got a face full of Fat Jack's Barbecue. Fatjacksbarbecue.com. You got a rib hanging out of your lip. You got a rib hanging out of your nose. (laughs) That's leftovers. So anyway. For Ron's beard? We're walking over to the stadium and everything, and the closer that we get, the more we're starting to notice. I mean, number one, there's absolutely no public transportation whatsoever. Zero. None. There's no buses. There's no trains. There's no... No like, automobiles. <laughs> Nothing. No planes, trains, no automobiles. There's about two roads that actually get to the stadium. So, I mean, traffic actually, like, getting over there is a bit of a problem. There's no restaurants. There's no bars. There's no anything. There's one hotel bar that's like right next to the stadium and that's it that's the only place to go after the game so what atlanta wanted or what the braves organization wanted to do was they said to the city of atlanta look i mean it's not so much the stadium we need to change the infrastructure around it to be able to facilitate getting people over here a little bit easier like right now we have no way to get anybody here and we have nothing to do with them when they're when they're finally at the game like, once the game's over, there's nowhere to go. So there's no opportunity to kind of keep them in the area at all. That's that's bad, dude. That's a bad situation. So that's a gigantic part of the reason why they moved. Didn't they know that ahead of time, though, when they built that stadium 20 years ago? No, probably not. At the time, there was a whole bunch of handshake agreements that there would be these kind of upgrades and everything oh, yeah. around yeah, the area. They just never did it. Therein lies the difference. Right. Like I said, that's basically the crux of the problem. It wasn't necessarily the stadium itself. It was how the city was laying out public transportation and some of the, you know, the marketing opportunities around the stadium. Okay. Although as of until about five years ago, well, until probably close to when Citizens Bank Park opened up, I mean, they had public transportation. That was never a problem. But the, the Philadelphia never really had anywhere to go after games either. True. Now they have the, uh, the what's what's the uh, McFadden's yeah. in in, in the uh, ballpark, yeah. in the ballpark, mm-hmm. and then that's also for all the you know other games. And then they opened up Xfinity Live, Xfinity Live which is huge oh, for them, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah but everybody collectively knew once they tore down the spectrum, yeah. there was going to be some kind of a plan in place to kind of keep everybody in the area. Yeah. It, it mean, went right up too. They it, didn't take five or six years. It went right up. You know. Yeah, right but saying. I mean, it took it took like twenty five years for them to finally do something. You know, what's yeah. interesting about that too, because when I when they initially with the initial plan before Xfinity Live became what it is. They were thinking about doing an outdoor type atmosphere, like kind of like, um, kind of like like key like a Key West type of situation where there's outdoor bars going along, and then they decided to kind of enclose it and whatever. And how many are there? it's about what six different places, a couple of restaurants, and then a middle yeah. bar, which is huge. It's a cool, pl- it's a yeah. really cool spot. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, what um, what the um, what Baltimore did. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where it's going. I just hope I find it along the way. Is that new, huh? Hey, like that. What's that from? That's the office. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't know. Sounds familiar. <laughs> so no, what I was going to say is that I, Baltimore has the same thing, although theirs is more outdoors. Mm-hmm. Remember, remember Joel. Remember that Joel. Remember when you guys went to Baltimore and. Yeah. <laughs> Joel's just shaking his head. Remember? Yeah. Remember. So they basically kept. They basically kept Joel out till like wee hours in the morning when he was freaking out. He had to get home, which I don't, you know, curfew. Well, there yeah. was a two and a half. He was, you were driving, right? Uh, were you the one yeah, poor Joel had to drive. Yeah, he was driving. He didn't want to drive at three in the morning. Yeah, screw that. What time did you guys end up leaving there? It was pretty late. 
One thirty in the morning. Yeah, dude, I'd be freaking out too. I'd just sleep there. You don't want to sleep at that point. No, you don't want to sleep in Baltimore. Remember the rides last year? Good times, good times. It was a lot of fun. I'm about to break up and beer. I thought Joel was going to punch me in the face. I actually asked him to punch me in the face. I was like, if it'll make you feel better. Look, I'll take one for the team. I got to be honest. Just let us stay out. I got to be honest. At times. Um, So I have another uh, another story, too. this is uh, another baseball-related story. So this uh, Milwaukee's Brewer pitcher. Milwaukee's Brewer. Milwaukee. Brewer. There's only Brewers. one of them. Pitcher. <laughs> pitcher. Uh, yeah, he, he, so he was trying to make the team. Tyler Cravey. He was trying to make the team. And uh, he had a pretty good spring. But um, he was one of the last cuts. And he goes on a tirade. I guess he took to Twitter, I understand. Do you know? Was it Twitter uh, or just in general? You didn't hear yeah, anything I, about I this? I saw Yahoo, but I didn't get a chance to read into it. So he goes crazy. Yeah. He's like, basically, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Like locked in I'm, on fucking Brewers news. Well, but this is pretty interesting. So he, he goes off. And this makes, like, everyday Joes pissed off, right? He gets pissed off because now he, he has to go to the minor league system. Like oh, I shit. Said. Actually, thinking about it, maybe I did hear this. So he has to go yeah, to the minor leagues. Thursday, I think. He's ticked off, and he and he goes off on a tangent. And, and I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically like, F this, I'm going to find a 9-to-5 job tomorrow. I'm done. I did yeah, Like, yeah, I'm yeah. done. Like, I'm, I'm through, you know, and, and, and you know, I'm going to get a regular job and all this. First of all, as a minor leaguer, you're still making way, way, way more money than the average person. So you want to work for a 9-to-5 job? Play baseball? Did I get it? How much? How much money does an average-minded leaguer make? Do you know? I think I'll check. I'll check it out real quick. But I, uh, it's like, I forget how. I'm, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's nothing uh, to sneeze at. You know, I mean, triple A. I mean, a triple A, a player, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, average salary. Is that triple A, double A? I don't know how it changes if you're double A, triple. I don't know how that it, all works. It's definitely a big difference. I can't. I the, looked up the one time. I forget what the numbers were. The minimum is twenty one hundred and fifty dollars a month. That's the minimum. Is that what? for the full twelve months? That's or for that? six. But this is also a guy who has major league experience. He's right. been called yeah, up so before. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a contract where he's still going to get paid money. Yeah, like um, your contracts just go away because you know. Yeah, I'm trying to find the average. Uh, they'll start off with more than five. Uh, average. Okay, here you go. So players on a split contract with the major league contract that expressly provides the lower rate of a pay when the player is in the minors is minimum of five to fifteen, possibly twenty five thousand dollars a month. So five thousand a month for over six months, thirty grand. Fifteen's ninety. Right, and the, and the average the average uh, minimum salary for major league for the major leagues was yeah was that's four, about two four hundred and eighty thousand four eighty oh yeah, wow that's, that's more than I thought yeah. um I don't see his wage here unfortunately but the but here's the here's the kicker Tyler Cravey uh, last year um he was well this is two thousand sixteen why is that wrong I'm trying to find his two thousand seventeen stats oh uh, here we go. Uh, in the in the in the majors, he he was 0 one, whatever, right? Not bad, you know, for for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. He had 2.86 ERA, pitching 20 games, yeah. so he had a decent <clears throat> amount of decent amount of action last year. And of course, this is not giving me his minor league <laughs> stats. <laughs> Pricks. <clears throat> I'll find it in a second. Here we go. 
So in the minors last year, he was 3-3 three and three with a 5.91 ERA in 21 games. Um, not exactly something that – in his career – uh, in the minors, I mean, it, basically in his career, is 4.4. Mm. You know, so it's not like this guy is, is lighting up the world where he yeah. deserves that shot to be in the majors. Um, you know, yeah, he had a good spring. But that's like, I mean, Brock Stasi, think about it. Brock Stasi is 27 years old. He's like the steward of the league right now as, as far as being a Cinderella. It's Cinderella sturdy. Yeah. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> Former groundskeeper. <laughs> um, he, and he's, you know, he's, a, he's uh, 27 years old. He's been in the minors you know, since 2011, I think yeah. it is. And he finally had a good spring, and he barely made it, yep. barely made the Major League roster. And he, at one point, led the Grapefruit League in home runs. Uh. And he almost didn't make the team. Uh, he was down to the final three, two out of three. And, um, you know, so this guy is, is, is not very good in the minors and, and has an okay spring and thinks he deserves a shot. I don't know. So... The team has pretty much come out and said, like, we believe he's going to get past this. And I mean, he pretty much called out the GM, too. Yeah. Like, you, he called, want, you never want to do that. No, like, not, you're calling out the GM yeah. because you didn't get capped. And, like, how, what are your chances going to be next time? Yeah, it's bad character. Well, he does play for the Brewers. I mean, you know, maybe they gave him a couple too many brews. Ouch. Ouch. Well, we all know that. Uh, and stuff. Maybe not good for this guy, but, speaking but of beer, for the rest of us. Speaking of beer, I need I need to open up. I'm gonna grab one of them. How how was that beer, Mike? It's awesome, man. Yeah, I'm gonna grab one of them. I'm ready for the next one, so uh, I'll get two. I might have to grab one. I'll grab Just you one too. One. NCAA championships were last weekend. Both of them. Men's and women's. We're gonna cover both. That's what we do. We leave no sto- stone unturned. So um speaking of uh, NCAA championships, um Sean, yeah, Mike. Go Sean, you owe me twenty bucks. You know I why? Actually, I do. Oh, good for you. Actually, I do. <laughs> because, because somebody won the uh, championship. Really? Who? That would be me. Oh, wow. Guess who won it last year? It's true. Who? It, it, me again. Dynasty. Man, does your back hurt? <laughs> it does. Got to figure patent it like that. It's got to hurt. Child. It does. <laughs> it's true. Mike did. And, uh, you know, and, and, and carrying, carrying your sorry asses to, to lose, and, and, you know. Losses. Losses, yes. Um, you know, that, that, that hurts my back, too. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Just want to start the least bit better. Thank you. Nah, good for you, Mike. Because uh, that, that's tough. No, I mean, I, 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 yeah. I mean that with, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's no, a lot of No, that's tough to do, but, man. Yeah. That's, tough. that's tough to do. Three out of four years, right? You want yeah. it? Dude, that's fucking. That's tough. Um, yeah, absolutely. And because it, it, like you're thinking, like the NCAA tournament's pretty un- unpredictable when it, when you really think about it. Because there's so many upsets. There's so many things that go. You know what sucks though? I had. I actually. I wouldn't have won. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and sugarcoat it. I I sucked. But um, I had North Carolina win, and I took them out and picked Duke. So that, oh, that, yeah. that, that killed me. And once that happened, I was. Uh, I stopped looking. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty early. <laughs> so it was first weekend, it was over for me. I actually had a pretty good showing in our quote-unquote sports bracket. Did you? Yeah, yeah. no, uh, so, like you know. 30 teams, I think it was what, eighth or ninth? Yeah, just a shout-out to uh, Sam Filipino. Yeah, he Filipino. did really good, he man. Had, he ended up winning the um, 
He ended up winning it. He had North Carolina winning it somewhere in the 95th percentile of all ESPN brackets. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know. Oh, this is a great job. Beer. This is it's a very good beer. Yeah, thanks for Pat Moran too for setting it up and keeping that going. Yeah, no, yeah, it was it was good. It was a lot of fun watching it. I mean, I I didn't fare very well with it, but uh, you know, it was it was definitely good. And, you know, fun to follow and, and yeah, like I you said, know, get everybody involved. Considering I never play, I mean, I did a little bit better than I thought I was going to. Yeah, we should probably try and you know if we ever get in contact with Sam or I think Pat can get in contact with him. We'll throw him a t-shirt yeah, or we'll, something like that. Yeah, we'll hook, he knows him. So yeah, yeah, we'll hook him up. Um, so the tournament itself, North Carolina won the championship after I guess they kind of redeemed themselves after Terrible what game. happened to them last year. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about it. Game that was horrible. Was, yeah. Oh my, my god. Yeah, I watched it up at least a little bit towards I the end. I turned it off at halftime. Halftime I was done. Was awful. Oh well Jesus, halftime was when it was actually, you know the, the first half was actually the better half. Yeah, dude, the, what I watched though. Maybe it was just it was getting exciting it, uh, as the game wound down. I don't know, I man. I would have turned it off if it was anything else. I mean, there were so many whistles. I mean, Jesus Christ. That's what I'm Four. saying. Yeah. But it wasn't even Four. the whistles that got me. It was the sloppy play. <laughs> yeah. They were, yeah, they were sloppy all game. Yeah. Turnovers, and they couldn't put layups. They couldn't even lay it up. Yeah. What Under the basket. Like missing, 25% missing, missing, or something yeah. like that? Like 30, the I think hand. they ended up shooting like 31 in the end, at the end of the Terrible. game. They yeah, was 31% to win the game. It was interesting. Four for like 20-something. It was atrocious. They couldn't hit a foul shot to save their lives either. Nope. That's how they ended up winning. Like they, they missed foul shots to get in into the final four and they, they just got the rebound. That was Oh uh, the Oregon game? Yeah. 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 That was the biggest difference. Um that and the um that in the Chicago or that in the um Jesus I can't think of it now. Um the the the, the big Polish guy for, for Gonzaga. Kurnowski, you Kurnowski, yeah, yeah he could not he he, he just he couldn't do anything. He was just – he couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't make a layup. And, and, you know, it was a lot different from what he what he had, in, you know, against South Carolina. So. Mm -hmm. It was uh, it was very tough to watch. Um, like I said, I, I, I kind of, you know, I zoned out after the first half. I, I had seen enough. Um, but from what I heard and I watched the highlights and stuff, man, that, that referee crew – and I'm not saying it was one side because I, I kept hearing that, oh, you know, they favor this. No, they didn't. They didn't favor one side no, or the other. Was on, it, was, it was just yeah, it was horrendous both ways. It was it was just bad. There's a lot of touchy fouls called. Yeah. Um yeah. Especially in a championship game, too. I mean, yeah. God let damn. Them, like, was there a time you wanted to let swallow them, the whistle yeah. and just let, let them play. play? I mean, it's that one. Yeah, because yeah, I mean that's that's what everybody's watching. Yeah, get it. You know, and the and the thing is, is that um like the the thing that I love about college basketball the most is it's like a work of art. It's like a Picasso watching watching a mm -hmm. college basketball. A pro game sucks. Yeah. It's isolation all game. Slow. Yeah, it's it's slow. Nobody moves around. Everybody stands around and watches yeah. a guy. College basketball. Picks. They, they, do, they do picks. They press all the way. They do full court presses. Which you is see, the best part. Yeah. yeah, you see a guy, even if, even if they do a half court defense, you see a guy that gets the ball and he's immediately pressed, almost to half court. All game long, and then there's some guy motioning, catches a ball. You know, there's pick set, and there's just guys running all over the place. It can be. Uh, it's yours now if you want it. You want to go for it. No, I'm just I'm legitimately asking. No, no, he's he's he's, he's done with that whiskey. If you, if you want it, it's yours. Yeah, it's all yours. You want some ice? Add some ice. Wherever that is, um, Mike, I completely agree with you. Um, and at, and and what the, I what I wanted to say about it was that that the the painting, like it just. It fell apart. Like during the, every whistle and everything like that, there was, was like no flow to the game, hands. and that was 
that killed it. All right. It it was it was uh, well, and, and it, just to add on to your point about the fact that college basketball, in my in my mind too, is, is just better than pro basketball. The game itself, it's team oriented as opposed to individual uh, individualized. It's not you know, it's not well. We got to get the ball in uh, LeBron James' hands every single possession. Yep. It's yeah. let's true. see what our open look is and we we'll go for it. You know, and yep. and, and you know. That's that's how it's based, and that's why it's so much more enjoyable. And like you said, the full court press just adds so much. It adds such a different element to the game itself. Yeah, there's so few like transcendent players. It almost forces you to play a little mm-hmm. bit more of a team game. Yeah, absolutely. It's so and they run all day. They run mm-hmm. all day constantly. Yeah. It, it's quick moving. So you know the men's again, like we said, North Carolina is beating Gonzaga. Gonzaga finally finally gets over the hump because mm-hmm. we did our show. We pre-recorded on Wednesday, so so the final four hadn't happened yet. Um, it was South Carolina, Oregon, Gonzaga, and North Carolina. I thought obviously. that was a great Final Four, too. Mm-hmm. I, I thought mean, so, even too. the matchups to get to the championship game were a lot of fun. I mean, the South Carolina game was a blast. Yep. You know, the Oregon game was terrific. I mean, it was they, a, yeah, came down to a rebound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both games were absolutely outstanding. It's just really anticlimactic that the national game was just such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Well, uh, I mean, it wasn't... Yeah. It, was, it was still a good game at the end. It just... In terms of its watchability, I guess might be yeah. a better way of putting it. Like it, it was really a brutally unwatchable game. And then the women's, um, you know, UConn gets gets uh, beaten. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah beaten is. by South Carolina. One hundred eleven straight wins or something. Yes, one hundred eleven, right? Yeah, yeah. one hundred eleven. One hundred eleven straight. That's ridiculous. Don, and Don yeah, Staley. Don Staley, local product, Temple grad. Uh, played in the WNBA for a while, and uh, she's coaching for – which is funny because she wasn't even going to take that job. She was Temple's women's coach, too, for a little bit, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, I think she I was remember? Temple's yeah. for a little bit, too. For she didn't even want that job. Yeah, she I basically – she was, yeah, that's basically <laughs> how it was. It was like, <laughs> all, all right, right. <laughs> fine. And she ends up winning the freaking championship. Yeah. It, yeah. It's awesome. And she represented Philly. Well, did you hear about her net, netless? That she got? Uh, hey, they cut down the net. She's wearing around her neck. Yeah, that's and stuff. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool, man. I didn't hear that. That's awesome. But it, it, that's that's pretty wild. And, and uh, I just could not believe. Is that is that the biggest upset in the history of sports? South Carolina beating UConn? Yeah, I mean, in South Carolina, right, didn't Mississippi even win State, I'm sorry, Mississippi yeah. State beating UConn. Mississippi, Mississippi State, State beating, won it, but Mississippi yeah. State beating UConn. Mississippi State beating UConn. It's pretty big. I don't know if it's the biggest because. All right, look. It's certainly significant. I think yeah. everybody can agree on that. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think of Buster Douglas. Beating. I mean, that's always going to be a tough one to top, though. I mean, whenever yeah. you start talking about yeah, but know, hundred Mike Tyson didn't win one hundred and eleven bouts in a row before facing Buster well, Douglas. I don't think any fighter in history <laughs> actually. Well, I mean, that's well, my yeah. point. Yeah, but bah, that's I know there's. That's I know there's not as really many. You know when something like work. that happens and everything just stops, that means it's pre- it's pretty big. You when that un- happened, that you remember where you're at when that happened. You had the undefeated Patriots losing to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Yeah. 16. I mean, UConn's done it for like four straight years or something. I mean, it, three yeah. straight, like it's it, – no, I mean, what is it, like 30 games a year or something like that? So they, they made it three-plus mm-hmm. straight I mean, years so without losing. there's so much in the NFL too. It's kind of hard to call that like yeah. an all-time upset. I mean, it definitely was. I mean, but at the same time, like I said, there's just so much parity in the NFL. Yeah. It's – Men's UCLA won seven straight championships, but they won only 70-some was their biggest 70-straight mm-hmm. game. I'll, I'll say this. It, no doubt goes in the top tier. Yeah. Um, well, again, it's significant. 
Oh, it's it's I absolutely mean, up there. Or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I are people, are people really talking about it? Not really. You know, I was. But it's, women's basketball just doesn't get the notoriety. I mean, yeah, nobody's talking about it. It's and 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 that's that's kind of why I'm not going to put them in the top because yeah. UConn runs. UConn. Well, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. UConn <laughs> runs their their organization, the women's basketball team, like Kentucky does for the men's. But no other team in the women's is even close. Well, the the thing is, is that well, UConn doesn't. Um, women's basketball doesn't right. doesn't do yeah, but they don't do the one and dones in women's basketball. No, but but UConn's been been relevant and good since I can remember. Oh yeah, basketball. I mean until Pat Summit died. I mean Tennessee could probably make the same argument. Yeah. Not quite. I don't think they were quite UConn. Maybe, maybe you, a I little bit. I would put UConn one and. Tennessee too, yeah. no doubt. Um, but During Tennessee's that right time there. frame, but then UConn, UConn well, had more staying I mean, power. Yeah. Had Summit got sick, and you yeah. know, the yeah. program kind of took a little bit of a step back, and not for anybody's fault, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. But like I said, if I was going to come up with another name, that's the only other team I could think mm-hmm. of you could really mm-hmm. make an argument for. But if this, if Tennessee this was, was Tennessee was a good uh, good throw out there. Um, if this was absolutely. men's basketball, though, 111 straight wins, I think would be considered the biggest. Like, it's just I think it's. The fact that it's not the notoriety. If you want to generalize it, yes. Um, yeah. I, I man. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I put I put it up just, there. I put it up there. Yeah. The competition landscape is so funky <laughs> in the yeah. sense that again, like Mike had said, there's really only one program that's run in really quite that way in women's sports. I mean, there's not really a whole lot else to really compare mm-hmm. it to. So, I mean, the fact that they're such a it's distant true. first, I mean, you know, puts it in a little bit of a unique unique position. Yeah. Like, he, it's a little difficult to kind of tab it with, like, an all-time flag when, you know. I put but, it but, up there. I put it I put it up in the top five. But aren't you kind of making the argument that it is because of the fact that there isn't anybody that's even remotely close and then somebody beat them? Not, well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you could look at it both ways, I guess. I mean. You could. It's it's tough. It, it's. I I'm not gonna say that. I'll put it in the top five. Okay. I, I'm not. I, to me, like Buster Douglas beating. Um, Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was. <laughs> oh my god! Like I was a kid. I remember him? Man. I was a kid, man. I was and, floored. And back then it was what? It was in Tokyo. Yeah. So, I still remember. I was yeah. like, man, man, I was floored, man. Like, 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 like the fourth four. round. He's like, yeah. son of a bitch. He's gonna beat him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like. Watch him like yeah. he's floundering, man. He's gonna beat him. And and I again, I I, I I completely understand what Mike's saying. You know, 111 wins and and yeah, and I mean so that's on. significant no matter how you. Slice oh yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But but the truth of the matter is, they were gonna lose at some point. Well, it's like you know, I guess the closest so, so, like the Globetrotters. You know what I mean? They beat the when generals. They, when, like they, the gen- <laughs> when the generals finally beat I know them. It's a bit of an extreme example, but I mean it's. Oh, yeah, shit, if you want to look at it the other way. I mean, yeah, I guess the Generals finally took one. Generals <laughs> did beat him yeah, at one was, point. Yeah, but that's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at that guy. He's using a ladder. <laughs> Crossy, Crossy, you bet on the Generals? <laughs> they were due! Fucking <laughs> 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 love the Simpsons. But, it's, but, it's, but that's kind of my, I mean, again, I guess it kind of goes with everything, though, like, Mike Tyson was going to lose at some point, right? The Patriots are going to lose it. Well, maybe not the year they were going to lose at some point. But, you know, it, it comes around at some at some point, that streak was going to end. If it wasn't in the tournament, if it was next year, you know, third game of the year, would that have been still thrown in this conversation right now? Yes. No. Well, you think? 
Maybe even more so. At least they lost to a team in the Final Four. Well, yeah, that's true. I was yeah. just going to say the stakes of the game are so much higher, though. I mean, it's well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like regular season game, you're like, ah, oh, we're the best team. You're going to take a night off against yeah, maybe uh, drop it in the second gear. Sister, or like you know, that. I, I think it does make it a little more. Poor. Yeah, I mean, I think it does make it a little more significant in, in that you right know, bigger spotlight. I guess you can look at it from both points of view and make an argument. I mean, it's funny. Right before they ended up losing too, I was. I, I was thinking, I was out, like, that Monday watching them, like, the round before that they dominated the team by, like, 30. And I sat there, and I'm like, if the next time that UConn loses, is that going to be the biggest upset ever? And then oh, the next do. game, I was like, son of a bitch. Yeah, right. Well, uh, we got some other things to get to. This is probably the last time I'm going to play this until September or October. <laughs> Should I even be playing this, honestly? I'm going to turn it off. Fuck it, they don't deserve the whole song. The Flyers were eliminated from the playoffs this week. Their season comes to an end this weekend. I don't see how you can look at this season and think it was anything other than kind of a disaster. I agree. A failure. I agree. I agree, too. It's Ron, uh, Joel, you agree, too? Agree. Yeah. I, it's Look, before the, game, the season started, I think we all pretty much said they're going to make the playoffs and possibly win around. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's would, exactly what yeah. we were saying. Uh, yeah, specifically, I said, look, I thought they would make the first round. Uh, I didn't necessarily believe that they were going to win because I still thought they would be going up against the number one or number two seed. But at the same time, I mean, I fully expected them to make a series out of it yeah. like and really be competitive. I mean, I didn't figure that, you know, they would fold up tent this early in the – and I mean, I know it's late in the season, but at the same time, no, I, it's, think it's, be, it's, they played, I thought they'd still be in a race. Yeah, yeah. They played tough uh, towards the end, but it was too little, too, too late, too late, man. Yeah, yeah, You're down, you know, at one point it was seven games with ten to pl- or seven points with ten to play. It's like, uh, damn, they almost had to win out. And right? they had to jump they, over yeah. four teams. So, it's way too many things had to happen. Yeah, they needed yeah. to jump over, I think, what, four or five teams, and something like that? That's the thing. I mean, do Boston you even, Islanders. Do you yeah. even consider them like, in it late per se. I mean, that's like the Phillies being in it like with the last two weeks, ten well, games back with right, fourteen so here, to go see, or something. For me though, here's the difference between the Flyers and the Phillies. The Flyers made the playoffs last year. No, and I understand. Seemed to earn it. So yeah. for me, that's where it, it makes it a little bit different than my no, expectations no, no, I for the Flyers are a little bit different than the Phillies. No, no, no. I, you're you were missing the point. I mean, I I agree that that I'm not expecting the Phillies and I, like the, it's not about the Phillies versus Flyers. It's more about baseball versus hockey. Everybody seems to be in hockey. Playoff race until like oh, the last like five right games. Right. Unless they're really pitiful, yeah, right. right? And they, which they weren't. They were, you know, there. I mean, they were in. They were in the hunt. But well, I, I mean, yeah, the goaltending wasn't as good this year. Ghost really had a little bit of a sophomore slump. The defense yeah. in general really was just all over yeah, the Ghost, place. Goalie carousel wise. again. Ghost can't. Go, Ghost yeah. can't. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, Mason played over yeah. fifty games. He's the first goalie in Flyers history to play. He didn't four sh- the same kind of season he had last year, though. He, he played no, well for the most part no, last year. No, he didn't. Um, I mean, he's the first goaltender in Flyers history to start fifty games for consecutive seasons, which is something. I don't think so. I think Mason was the number one. I think Mason was the bonafide number one. Um, I mean, he outnumbered him more than seventy percent of his starts. I mean, I think Mason I still is have the start of the suspicion team. that the expansion draft coming up really kind of had a lot to do with why their goalie situation was so off the wall. 
Mason's probably not here next year. Yeah, he's gonna go. I'll say that. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to expose somebody to the draft. And, you know, I think that was a lot of the reason why they ended up signing to Averth. And I think that was a lot of the reason why you didn't see a lot of the kids getting called up. Like, even though Lyon was playing really well in the minors. Sam Morin got called up uh, for the last three three games of the year, which doesn't mean anything. But after they were eliminated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He he looked good, too. There was a second player, too. Was it? I, I, oh, you're not talking about the Oh, goal. yeah, yeah. Um, you're not going to star, sorry. Zekion or whatever, the guy they signed? Next oh, yeah, time. well, he was brought up, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think that was who I was thinking of, though. Yeah, he was brought up. Um, oh, well, if I think of it, I'll let you Well, know. last, when, when I go to the, I last week. I somebody besides Morin, because I thought to myself, all right, well, I mean, at least see the kids anyway. I mean, Last, last Thursday. <laughs> Giggity. Let's see the kids. Last Thursday. Jesus I, Christ. <laughs> if we do the show Wednesday. <laughs> And Thursday I went to the Flyers game, and they were playing the Islanders. And if they had beaten the Islanders and the Boston Bruins would have lost, they would have been four games back with five to play. Beat the Islanders. They beat the, uh, they beat the Islanders and looked good doing it. They scored five goals in yeah. the first freaking period, which was awesome. Yeah. They lit them up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. But the Boston Bruins won. And I was like, after I, so like I left the game going, wow, it was a great win. But yeah. Boston won, and they're so pretty really, not going to – They're pretty not going to – That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's over. They're not going to make it. And I knew right then and there that they weren't going to make it. And and then they lost the next game to Columbus getting shut out. How about New Averth passing out, too? We yeah, weren't on the air. Yeah, yeah, how about oh, that? Oh, man. That's scary. Jesus. I mean, thank God it turned out. It seemed like it was just a stomach bug. It wasn't anything necessarily serious. But... That's the sound he made when he hit the ground. Good Lord. He looked like he, looked like he got shot. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he just, you know, he just fell over. Like, yeah. I was That's working. Scary. I looked around. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Was Mason banged up? Was yeah. that why he didn't play? Okay, he so that's bad. why he wasn't there. They he, they were, I think they were both okay. sick. Something was going on. So yeah, I, yeah. Okay. Well, he was sick. He, yeah. he was trying to fight through, like he, you know, I yeah. think there was a flu or an something upper like respiratory that or something like that. Yeah, upper body injury. So yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, it's not I, an injury. Kind of. I mean, he had a fever. He was dehydrated and tried well, gutting it out, but he passed out. That was that was freaking me. I mean, because even even the other players came over and. You know, once I saw the Devils trading staff, like, who they were jump like, over the what wall, the hell? running over to him, it's like, oh, my God, something's really radically yeah. wrong. Well, it, I mean, I guess when somebody it's just like a does Benny that, Hill cart, like, a Benny Hill show when they're trying to run on the ice, trying to get to him. I guess when somebody collapses on the ice, everybody gets really concerned yeah. really fast. Well, yeah. there was a, it was a total non-contact thing. They were at the face-off circle. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Getting ready to take the face-off, and you just see them go, boop. Yeah, I watched drop. it, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I look back at the TV. I'm like, shit, did something happen? I mean, did somebody run the goalie? I mean, like, what? Yeah. I see the replay. I'm like, holy shit, that's not good. It was scary, and he was not moving. No, nah, no, no. Shame. It's a shame. But he he's out. He's not going to be playing for the rest of the year. He's out for the year. No, nah, there's no reason to. Um, Stolars has actually looked pretty okay. Though, mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, and again, I mean, so like we said, they're they're finishing up their season. Uh, then the next two two well, games. He's a pretty highly regarded prospect too. At yeah. the same time, he. Yeah. Lions actually supposed to be even better than he is. Yeah, though, yeah. Um, so I mean, basically, I just you know want to just go around and just I guess we're all kind of feeling the same disappointing season, right? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, very. Yeah, you're in the playoffs last year, and and, and you um, you should hypothetically have a better team. Exactly, you, you should improve, not digress. No, no. But they made a series out of it. They played the Capitals the opening round. You you, you have a ton of prospects that you're you're bringing up and you're calling up, and and one of the prospects Provorov came up this year to go with a team that was was Konechny's on the on the ascending. Yeah, Konechny. 
was another guy that they called up, and and you know Ghostbeer was only supposed to get better. You know, Giroux still in the prime of his career, Voracek and, and Couturier, and and, and uh, <laughs> you know obviously Simmons did have a good year, but all this and they just they they got worse. Like it, it was really unexpected. Yeah, no. on paper, they should have been putting together a better team than last year. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the way that we were looking at it before the season anyway. I mean, going up and down the roster again, you know. I was I know excited, man. They don't yeah. play the games on paper, but at the same time, you're looking at it, it's like, okay, we didn't lose anybody. We should hypothetically have only gained. I just say, so pr- they should be incrementally better than they were last year. You right. should be able to see some kind of tangible improvement, and there wasn't. And, and Provorov had a very good season. It's nothing yeah. against him. Yeah, he, he was, fine. Nah, nah, he he was probably their best defenseman. Yep. Um, and and he had... Say? He had some growing pains the first couple of weeks of the year. Like you see him have some, have some giveaways in the neutral neutral zone and stuff. And but he he really turned out to be a really solid defenseman. I'm I'm excited to what he's going to do for this team. He's going the power play. Um, a guy like if I'm looking at this team, number one to get rid of Matt Reed. Matt Reed's terrible. I'm fucking done with Matt Reed. I'm terrible. done. Yeah, I feel the same yeah. way about Andrew McDonald. Uh yeah yeah. Nick Schultz, you know how we feel, like Nick Schultz and McDonald. I wouldn't miss for a minute. Well, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> Although I thought he's Mark gone. Street was okay. I thought you know what Mark Street actually like led the team defensively in points, but I just thought like he just. It's just, I he don't know. There's something about him. He's like 100 years yeah, old, exactly. too. Old. I mean, yeah. he's not young. He can't build, you know. He's not a building block for the future. Yeah. I mean, he's just somebody to kind of mentor the younger kids as they kind of come up through the system. Right. But I guess they felt like if they can get something for him, and, you know, you're flipping into a team that could make a playoff run. So I guess, he, you know, they felt like they were doing the right thing by him. And but then they turned around and traded him right. Yeah. How's the, uh, how's the Troganators, guys? You like it? Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Good. Yeah, it is good, man. It is a really it's, good beer. It's, it's solid. It's uh, it's strong. Yeah. It's uh, it's true. It's good. How's that, how's that whiskey, Ron? Good. Whiskey. Oh, it's good. Oh, whiskey's good too. <laughs> yeah, Crown good. apple. Yeah. This is yeah, aged. It's yeah, yeah, aged. It's very good. We we killed it. <laughs> we finished that off. <laughs> Joel is uh just kind of staring at his. He's. That's uh, all right. Joel's looking at me like, who the hell is this? You want a beer, Joel? Oh, yeah, he's got one. He's got one. Uh, and again, just in case you've missed the first hour. Food, food tonight was brought to you by Fat Jack's Barbecue. Yes. Yes, sir. Very, Very good. good stuff. And all the food is gone. Yeah, it's gone. Um, <laughs> we killed that off. Yeah, we really they gave us, every piece they gave us a ton of food. We have one wing left. <laughs> yeah, we have one wing. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a cornbread. But it's yeah, five yeah, guys. It's five guys sitting around a bar going, nah, I don't want to be that guy to take it. Because you don't want to like, be that dickhead, you know, to take the last wing. Shit, I'll do it. Someone's going to do it. <laughs> Ron's just taking too, it right now. It's too far. It's too far <laughs> for his reach. But uh, Fat Jack's Barbecue, check them out. Oh, my God, it's excellent. So good. So they, they hooked us up with wings, pulled pork, and brisket. brisket. Yeah. Oh. Check out their site, too. They, their, their stories, I, I was, you know, I, I checked out their site. Their, their stories are really kind of cool. And, like, you know, all the awards that they won and how they kind of Went down south and figured out. He was like, "I could do this better. I could do the same thing that they're. I could do it even better." Yeah, I've gotten and, to know Glenn, the owner, and Kevin a little bit. Kevin's a son. It's basically a father-son team. It's really ironic because right. there's nobody that actually runs the place whose name is Jack. Right. <laughs> so you know that's that was something I was kind of laughed at. But Jack, I mean, really, Harley really knew interesting him. guys. Yeah. And they said, you know, anytime we all want to come down and kind of hang out and everything, they'll give us the whole tour and. You know. Yeah, absolutely. We are going to make that happen. Yeah, no, they're all for it, so. Cool. So, no, I mean, the food was excellent. Like, it was, you know, the story and, and how they kind of went about it and, and, you know, them just taking a chance and, and kind of going, you know, it it was 
it was a great story, and, and you know, they, they've outdone themselves. Yeah, it's delicious. The food's right. outstanding. Thank you, guys. And thank you for all the in the show. Yes. So, it's a good, uh, good time to move on because we got uh, probably quite a bit to talk about as far as football goes. We, have, we haven't talked much football the last few weeks on purpose. Uh, we don't want to dry out our audience as far as talking about the draft and all that stuff. But um, there's some rumors going around about the Eagles possibly trying, you know, I, I don't know how true these are and, and how in-depth these talks are, but... Well, I don't think Richard, I don't think it's going to happen. But Richard Sherman's on the block, and you know there's 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 and fans the, the here. The Eagles need a cornerback. The so. Eagles need a cornerback, yeah. so that's why it's kind of kind of out there. I can't do the math on it though. I mean, I really think this just smells like agent-driven bullshit. I, I could see it being agent-driven. The only way that the math works from a financial standpoint that, that somebody of some yeah. no no no, no listen Peters. hear me out hear me out the only way that I've ever heard this like work financially and make somewhat a sense is a Peters and a draft pick for Sherman deal. Cause both of them make the same amount of money salary cap wise. Yeah. I don't know, man. You're yeah. moving a pretty important blindside spot from Carson Wentz. I don't know if that's something they'd be well, inclined I mean, to do. I mean, I, I'm not, maybe, I mean, you know, in theory they can move Lane Johnson over and put like big V or Salamalu over on the right tackle side. And that's what they've they've been talking about moving Johnson to the left side for a while. If you're Seattle, you do that. Well, Seattle that. Seattle needs offensive line. They they you know they have There's Luke Jokel or or not Jokel. Who's who's the guy? They signed somebody that's like you know well, not that great to be their left tackle. They could use a left tackle, right. and they're still in a win now mode. One year, well, yeah, I guess that's kind of short it's too, one year, maybe two years. I mean, you know, Jason Peters is still a damn good. It, it, it I don't know. I'm in not theory, as Jason, it, Peters is. Jason Peters is still a top five left tackle in the league, even at forty years old or whatever. Top, I I give him top ten. Nice. I don't know about top. I don't know. I mean, as long as he's healthy, he's yeah. he's he's a very good well, left that's tackle. That's kind of the if, though. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the thing. I mean, am I is Russell Wilson left handed? I don't think so. I thought he was ready. Is he okay? All right. That'll nah, yeah, right make a little difference for me uh, if I was Seattle. Well, I mean, that's, um, I mean, it's, it's, I'm just throwing it out there as, as that's the one way that it would make sense. I I I see where Mike's going with this, and I. How much time does Sherman have left on his contract? Sherman's got two years. Oh, I I two years. What is he? 27, 28, like 29, 29, he's 29. Yeah. So he's probably got three years left of of high quality football. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, but only two years I, left I, on his contract. I wouldn't do that. Well, you'd, 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 you'd maybe restructure. Too. Yeah, yeah, but, say, that's yeah, but after, but let's be honest, he's not he's there. not a dummy. I mean, he's he's a very smart dude, and not only not only that, he's twenty nine. Um, his big contract already came. Yeah, he's, you know, when he's thirty one, he knows he's not going to get you know fifteen million a year. And he's a little bit of a cancer in the locker room, which is the other part about. That you is he? Is he though? Yeah, I was going to say that. I don't know. He yelled. He yelled at his court. He yelled at his both. Coordinators and his head coach on different times. Yeah. He yelled maybe at they were wrong. Players. Yeah. Sometimes that's what you need. You need a guy. Just maybe kinda, maybe you know. they need to listen to him. Well, I mean, I kind of put quarterbacks in the same situation <laughs> as wide receivers. To be honest with you, where yeah, the better ones run are kind of nuts. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. I mean, again, you know, I'm playing devil's Carroll advocate. Doesn't seem like the guy that really <laughs> takes a lot of that shit seriously. So, you know, 
Oh, this beer is kicking in. What are those? Who cares? Let him yell. Let him yell. Let him yell. Maybe he's right. Who gives a damn? Yeah. Dude, he, he's a shutdown corner. He won, yeah, the, uh, the he won, he won that franchise the Super Bowl, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Um, I, I would have no problem. I would have no problems. If they find a way to make it happen, I'm not going to be <clears throat> It's interesting. I, I didn't really think about Mike's take on it, about Peter's. Um, they, 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 they got Max Unger, right? Because that's who they traded for. Yeah, that's the center. Right? So that's their center. So they got Max Unger. So they have a center. Well, they have a, yeah, their too, offensive line does suck. Well, I'm, I'm, th- I'm talking about Seattle, right? Oh, Seattle yeah, got yeah, Max yeah, Unger. Sorry, sorry. That's why Lynch left. Right, no, no, but it would make sense. It would make Kelsey and, and, you know, dispensable. Um, right, now, here's the bigger question. You know, what pick are you giving up? Because they want to pick and a player. I, are you giving up? Are you giving up number fourteen for him? No, no absolutely not. I might no. swap fourteen for their first round pick, yeah, tw- which makes 29th. sense. 29th? With their twenty fifth, I, I wouldn't even want to drop that far down the draft yeah, board. Man. No, you know what? I don't. I don't see it being that it, that significant because you're you're I looking at drafting a corner probably, and there's five corners that not are right in that same. I'm actually leaning toward that draft at defensive end. To be honest with you, that Barnett guy. Yeah, that's the I don't. No, you do. You still need another quarterback. I'm hearing all kinds of shit. They McCaffrey. Someone take him. They could take McCaffrey. Well, not at that right, point. Right, but, but, they still had to but that's what I'm saying. McCaffrey I mean, makes a lot more sense at 25 man. than he does at 14. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know, he should still be there. I mean, that's, I agree with that. That's if they want to run him back. That's yeah. what they they would do it. They could, at that, they could in move that back and still yeah. get right. McCaffrey or Delvin well, Cook. Cook the way exactly. Um, McCaffrey's an interesting man. Game. I'm not as high on him as a lot of other people are, but Cook I like. I, I like Cook. McCaffrey. Is, I watched on McCaffrey. Thing, I like McCaffrey. The thing that worries me about McCaffrey is that I don't know if he has the size to run me yeah. between yes. the tackles. Yeah, exactly. But he's a great. I think he'd he's be a good purpose back. Yeah. Yes, he's fantastic all purpose back. But he's not but an every down back. Have a Darren Sproles with yeah. Wendell Smallwood. Like that's supposed to be kind of the heir apparent to Darren Sproles. You don't need two of them. So you're going to basically well, have two. You need small wood. You're gonna have two small woods on this team. Yeah. <laughs> small woods. Giggity. Giggity. There you go. Yeah, you will. You have two small woods to go along with your Cox Johnson and uh, yeah. and uh, who's the other one? They just uh, and, uh, long, long Cox, small wood and Johnson. <laughs> the all porn team. The all porn team. Long Johnson and Cox. Long Johnson and Cox. Small wood. <laughs> Sounds like a law firm. <laughs> We'll handle all your hard cases. <laughs> <laughs> That's going down the best of. Actually, that would be pretty funny, though. We don't get money unless you get off. From a porno standpoint? <laughs> like, you can just say, like, an attorney type thing. The secretary answers the phone. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> hey, what are you This could go a totally different direction. Well, Do uh, we have the time for this? <laughs> I'm wearing a set. Uh, uh, I'm wearing a suit here. Uh, uh. Well, just what are you wearing? Off. Prison jumper? <laughs> That's wearing, hot. <laughs> I'm wearing orange. Is it tight? <laughs> is Cox Johnson really that long? <laughs> Why, yes. Or is it a small wood? <laughs> Wendell Smallwood's in the background. Back here, back here. <laughs> I guarantee you, one session will get you off. <laughs> are you fucking up pussy? How are your fees? <laughs> Deferred. <laughs> Talk about that later. And uh, <laughs> one ninety nine the first minute. <laughs> Four ninety nine each additional minute. I'm sorry. What's his number again? One eight hundred. One nine hundred makes a lot. <laughs> Maybe he got back. 
Well, the Eagles... Second hour is always better than the first. <laughs> yes, it Second is. Second hour is always better than the first hour. The, uh, the Eagles made a trade, and this was, a, this was a really good trade, in my opinion. So there's my opinion right there. The Eagles traded... They swapped, they, all right, so this is all they did. They swapped third-round picks, and they got a third uh, a, a player back, a defensive tackle, Timmy Jernigan. Um, Timmy Jernigan... He the run, too, by the way. Damn. He was top in the league in, in run ratio... As far as defensive ends, because he played in a three-four, but he's by trade he's a, he's a defensive tackle, so he's gonna be paired up next to defense. Uh, yeah, what's next not to, Fletcher to like Cox. it? Be crystal money. You replace Benny Logan. I think it's great. cheaper. Yeah. with a guy who and, and a guy who had better production yeah. with a yeah. guy <laughs> who has more career sacks Stage. than Benny Logan does and a better injury history. So you drop back twenty picks in the in the third round, yeah. which is not yeah. nothing. No, it's, it's not. It's not. Yeah, the I only think thing it is too. Selfishly, I was a little you filled a that. hole. Yeah. I really thought that the Eagles might go after Chris Godwin, you know, the Penn State guy yeah, as right. a wide receiver in the third round. Still, I thought he might be mad. there for them yeah. where they were originally picking. They He's still, almost certainly going to be off the board that late in the third. Though they now. might take him in the second. I, I wouldn't take him in the second. I think that's too high. To I be think with you. I think Goodwin goes in the second round. I think, you think I, that early. I think Goodwin goes in the second round. If yeah. he does, it might be late. Uh, I mean, we're I'm not saying 45th pick. That's what I'm it, saying. Yeah, like, when the Eagles are picking at in the second, know. I think that's a little bit too high to. Right. to yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't we haven't there. talked about this, and I don't know if we should bring it up. We could save it for next week if you want to. Who do they would, you? would you? Would you, Nixon? Would you? No. Yes. No. Yes. I think the guy's a Class A scumbag. I don't want any part of him. Yeah. Um, I think no. I think fifty percent of NFL players come. I don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, draw a line in the sand. You don't sit there and literally punch out I your know. girlfriend in the middle of a restaurant and yeah. just, you know. Well, it wasn't his girlfriend. I mean, not that that, that changes it. it. Yeah, but I was eighteen. I tell him punch a fart box. Is that any yeah, different? I mean, you wouldn't knock somebody out in the middle of a restaurant. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? I technically knocked her my, out. My thought on this is that <laughs> Ron, I don't just smile. Just shakes his head in disgust. I don't necessarily thank your wife by the way. By the way, <laughs> Jesus, this. And, and, all right, so wait a second. So you say that. Meanwhile, brother-in-law sitting right next to him. I just thought about that as a turn and looked at Christ. him, and he looked at me with this face of disgust. But no, I, yeah. So now you got two guys dagger staring at you. To answer right. your question, no, I don't go after him. I don't want any part of him. The end. It's not true. <laughs> Jesus. It's not true, Joel. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. So, Ron wasn't a part of him. No. Uh, Sean, what about you? I, I, I'd be fine with him, honestly. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I... I'm on. I'm at on. some point... All right, look, here's I'm, not, I'm not condoning what he did. Arms, but I mean, look, he's... I'm not, I'm not saying one's worse than the other. Yeah. I mean, Michael Vick killed dogs. He killed living creatures. Joe Mixon punched a girl in the face. He was 18 years old. Uh, you well, know, he was, he was dumb. Reiterate it was my dumb. consistency. I wanted no part of Michael Vick either. No, either did I. And, and look at, but look at Ray so Rice. It's not but like Rice this is like a new position. But, but for did him. you I mean, find yourself him. cheering for him in 2010 when they made the playoffs against Green Bay? I was rooting yeah. for the team. Uh, well, and that's, and that's my point. And that's Vick. my point. That's exactly my point. What you guys are just saying is I don't necessarily need to like the player to root for the team. And. and well, he's here. There's nothing I can do about it. He but if might ask it if I wanted them to, to sign him. No, absolutely not. Right. At, at no, some I, point, I, I would get say, over yeah. it to root yeah. for the team because I can't blame Ron's stance at all. I, I 
I totally, I completely it's, it's understand. It's difficult. It. It's a difficult thing to accept a a guy that did that on your team, but at the same time, it, it, it is a business. And at some point, the only thing that I would give him a sliver of the one percent of the benefit of the doubt on is just that he was really young. So I mean, look, I would hate to be judged, you know, at thirty on something I did when I was seventeen. You know what I mean? Like that just doesn't seem. So I don't know. I mean, I would have to sit down and really talk to the guy. But I mean, I would probably say no. I mean, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even touch the guy. All right, don't, well, don't need giggity. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> You're a crumb creep. You know, we're talking about somebody that beat the shit out of a girl, right? Well, that's true. Yeah. You said you don't want to touch the guy. There's nothing to that. <laughs> Second hour is always better than the first. Penn State grad and all. All right, so let's move on. <laughs> High five. Wait, what happened to Penn State? Fuck you. <laughs> Oh my god, Ron is so angry right now. It's a whiskey talk. That was a good one. Well, high five for that? Uh, All right. high five. <laughs> that was clever. No, totally I, redeem yourself. <laughs> I I should add that to the soundboard. Yes, that, I should. You should. That's a good one. I I complete not I'm not taking anything away from Ron's point. I, I completely completely understand. It's where difficult Ron's to be on me. our side of this. Oh no, it is. Yeah. I'm just looking at. I haven't had a Super Bowl. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Point blank. What do you think about Curtis Samuel? Like the other the guy from Ohio State. Uh, you take him second round. I, why not? Yeah. I mean, I'll yeah, take, I would. I mean, he's, he's a good player. I I would. Yeah. Man, dude, you know what? They never do what you think they're gonna do. And we'll get oh, yeah. next week is gonna we be talk about nothing with that. None of it will happen. Next week right. we're really gonna get heavy in the draft. Board, though, d- really depends on what they do at fourteen. It yeah. does. Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah. It is it so goddamn wide open. Yeah, it ne- really ne- is. Next and it, the nice thing is though, it, the draft is so just stocked with stuff that the Eagles desperately need. Yeah. Which is like, everything. Aside yeah. from a qu- quarterback. It's a great draft for corners, which the Eagles couldn't possibly need more than they do. It's a great draft for yeah. running backs, which again is a huge It's an okay need. draft for running backs. It's okay. There's I mean, five. There's definitely there's like five. at least five or six there's guys five, that yeah. are really good. But whatever happened to Mike Williams? Like whatever. Nothing. We were all about him. Nothing. Nothing. He's all top well, ten. I'll but tell the you, Eagles don't well, really right, need him You know what? I, I was going to save it for next week. Because next week's going to be a heavy draft. Just a heads up. Because um, we get another week closer, if Mike Williams is sitting there fourteen, I think I take him. I take him. He's I the top. Back. He's yeah. the top player on the board. I take him. You have to take him. Yeah. I would call Kansas City, who also desperately needs a wide receiver, and see maybe what they would offer you to flip There's down. Still wing left. Oh yeah, I'm on. Well, I don't know. Maybe if you get the second round pick, Kansas City second round pick. That's what I'm saying. I mean, if they're that desperate for a wide receiver, they might do it. It's not unthinkable. I mean, I would certainly be fielding offers at that point because, again, we the pressure's off for the Eagles to draft a wide receiver at 14. They need. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, they have to leave the draft with one, but it doesn't necessarily have to be with their first-round pick. Mm-hmm. True. So but Mike Williams but, has a chance to be special. Yeah. And plus, you need Wentz has got to start going with something. Big target. He is, yeah. He's, no, he does. But and at the Torres, same time, everybody Smith else and should be able to see that, one, too. One your yeah. deals. So knowing that you need all these other pieces to be able to kind of fit into your offensive defense, that's why I'm saying. I'm not necessarily saying I wouldn't take him, but my primary – yeah, I'll take one. But my I'll primary plan A would probably be to see what I'd be offered to trade down a little bit. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, there's going to be all kinds of offers. I mean, that night is going to be... Because I really get the feeling that you'd be offered quite a bit yeah. the opportunity to draft Williams if he's still sitting there. <laughs> I'd be also... T- I'd just be awful tempted. Yeah, it's fine. Thank you. I'll take one more. I thought you said just one. <laughs> I got a long drive I meant, home. I meant one of these. <laughs> I'll turn the lights off. Nobody will see so I am opening up a hard. Make it a strong one. I got a long drive. Oh, I like this. <laughs> this is the crack. This is an Irish red IPA from Harpoon. This is interesting. I haven't had this before, man. I think we only had Harpoon once on this show. We try to vary it up. It's nice. Irish beer. Irish beer. Top of the morning to you, yes, lad. Yes. We may be gaining a little bit of consistency though, as far as our beer goes. I'm just saying. All right, I think I know where you're going with it. Oh, dude, that's excellent beer. Open up. Who had that? That's you, right? You had that. Which one do you have? No. I gave. I got the. Uh, dude, idea. this I is to awesome. Get. Try this. That's excellent. Even cold the wings are delicious. Oh my god! Wait, wait, I, dude, I need that for breakfast. Dude, it has a that great taste so to it. My plate's actually like translucent at this point. All the shit on it. Yeah, that's you that's solid. Bark, Isn't it good? Yeah, Joel, try this. Try this beer out. Like, look, you can actually see through it. <laughs> yeah. I have to wipe this fucking bar down. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's two weeks in a row with little, fat jacks. It's a little sticky. All right, so. Um, I love the, uh, the the red IPAs. Jesus of this. Christ. The red pills. This is pretty good. The red ales. Isn't it? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the reds. This is really? good, dude. I don't like the Try it. Try it. Try it. Try it. Hang on. Yeah, wipe your fucking beard. Didn't have to. But Four guys drank from my long. bottle. I'm going to drink it next. It's like having Kim Kardashian. You just handed it to me. You're just putting out you all over the place. Yeah, and then you're bitching about it. You're a whore. Right, so, so, fucking whore. Timmy Jernigan, uh, great pickup. Why don't we, uh, you know what? Because I look I, at Sean trying to rein it in. No, because I don't want to run out of time. I don't, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I don't want to run out of time. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we play the, uh, the interview we had? All right, yep. So, so uh, Ron was at an event last week, and uh, he met up with, with Marcus Smith. And uh, we, we hit on it. You know, Marcus Smith, obviously, the, the draft pick from uh, 2014. Uh, first rounder was 24th overall. Yep. <coughs> from Louisville, you said, right? Yep, Louisville. Um, let's be honest. As far as first rounders go, he hasn't panned out. I mean, whether that's fair or not, you know, it, it is. He what got it overdrafted. Is. A little he was bit, overdrafted. Like we were saying, yeah, he was overdrafted, and, and and I'm, you know, it's it's a little unfair, but hey, he was drafted as a first rounder, and in this town, you had to perform, and he's being compared to the likes of Mike Mamula and Danny, Danny Watkins. Watkins. Yeah. Not, I, I, look, I'll be. tell you right now, Danny Watkins is top of that list as being the biggest bust. Twenty-seven year old fireman. Yeah, twenty-seven year old fireman, and, and and he never panned out. That's all I remember about him. Yeah, Mike Mamula, well, Mike yeah, Mamula Mike had, Mamula had was, at least a little played, bit of success. He played, for, he started, he played he for like played. six years. Yeah, he wasn't a complete bust. Danny Watkins was an absolute waste of space. I'll, like, there, yep. I'll worst, never forget that. Right, yeah, 20, forget that 27. Now, now, Danny yes, now I'll I, say I this. That was another who moment. Here, here's the things with, with Marcus Smith. I'm, either one is fine. Uh, Marcus Smith was... was, was um, giving this guy a lot of shit on Twitter, by the way. Well, sure, yeah, and you have... <laughs> And you know what? I'm not going to say it was not deserved, but but let's be honest. When he's on the field, when he's on the field, he's made he's made plays. Yeah. No, he has. He well, has. He just finally started to get the opportunity. He does and look a lot more in, comfortable in a four yeah. three as opposed right. to three four. And, and that was I, one of the things that he'll he'll talk about. 
So I apologize too, by the way. The background noise is a little bit uh, significant. Yeah, he was at he, uh, Ron was at a party. So, but uh, yes, for big brothers and big sisters, they cool. had it over at the Fridays at Ben Salem. So. Okay, cool, cool. So this is the uh, interview with Marcus Smith, the Eagles' uh, defensive uh, linebacker slash you know, lineman. Yeah, just and, keep an eye on the volumes and levels and everything. So. All right, we'll do. All right, so Good. here you go. Put it on the cord. Try another one. one. All right, hold on a second. Try that one. <laughs> let's make sure it works first. All right, let's see if it works. So the up season, how do you see yourself fitting into Jim Schwartz's defense with what would seem to be a pretty good deal of opportunity there right now? I mean, you're you're pretty high up on the depth chart the way that it seems to sit as it stands now. Yeah, um, well... I mean, I always, when I came into the league, I always wanted to be a starter. Right. That's what I've been trying to be since day one, uh, trying to be a starter. Um, so that, I think that's the mindset, that's the mentality that I'm going in with. And I think I fit perfectly with, with his defense. I had uh, a solid year last year with the reps that I got. And then just going into this year, they already told me that, hey, we'll be looking to give you more reps. Okay. So, I mean, all I can do is just take what they tell me and uh, just take advantage of it. Do you feel more comfortable in a 4-3 as opposed to a 3-4? Uh, I would say yes, because in a 4-3, there's not much responsibility. It's right. uh, basically just stopping the run. Yeah, and going to get the quarterback. I think yeah. in 3-4, you kind of have more things that you have to worry about before the snap. Okay. Um, so um, when, I, when I was learning that, probably my first and my second year, it was a little bit tough. But once I started to get it, coaches changed. Okay. So. Whose uh, who's defense would you say that you feel more comfortable in, Billy Davis's or Jim Schwartz's? I mean, if you had to pick between the two. I mean, if I pick, i say Jim Schwartz. Okay. Um, because his, his title is he, he always says that he wants to put the players on the field and not have to think too much. Right. So he just wants you to go play and not – because, you know, I feel like people sometimes make the game of football more complicated than what it has to be. And Jim Schwartz, he kind of narrows that down for the football players. In terms of coaching styles, I mean, this sort of kind of leads into the same question. How would you kind of differentiate a guy like Schwartz? It seems like he's a real high energy, you know, real sort of rah-rah guy. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Billy Davis, who seemed to be a little bit more on the reserve side, a little more like, I guess, like dictate by his yeah. position coaches. Yeah, I think last, like the last coaching style was more like conservative kind of like didn't let us be free of who we were. I think when uh, uh, Doug Peterson came in, he's more of a player. He's a player's coach. Right. Jim Schwartz is more of a, a player's coach. He wants us to show, you know, who we are on the on the football field. He wants to have excitement. Yeah. So we're kind of, we're a replica of him. So if we can displace the defense on the football field, it's going to show Jim Schwartz. How much interaction do you actually have with, let's say, Doug Peterson versus Chip Kelly, for example? Um, like, is it about the same? Say, is it like no. more or less? Like, really? It's not. It's not the same. Okay. Um, just being honest, uh, it's not the same. Uh, being with Doug, there's a lot more uh, communication. Okay. Uh, Chip was more of uh, he didn't really say too much. He'll say something to you sometimes, but it was you know it was less communication with Chip. Okay. So you kind of feel like you know where you stand a little bit more with Peterson, for example, as yeah. opposed to Chip? Yeah, he just, you know, Doug just makes you feel more warm. Just makes you feel, like, good to just be in okay. the building, you know? Nice. You don't have to, like, go out of your way to speak to Doug. He's going to speak to you regardless of who you are. Oh, all right. 
right. And I guess as a player, that's something you would probably prefer, right? Maybe yeah. you prefer to I see mean, more of the coach? Yeah, I would want to be cool with the coach. I want to, you know, have a relationship. But he has a relationship with all, all well, of Well, like us. just for example, I mean, some of the players that we've talked to in the past, I mean, they always said, like, hey, look, I mean, we never really see the head coach anyway. It's more our position coaches, and it's more the coordinators that we right. deal with, like, 99% of the right. time. Not to say the coach is relevant because it's always kind of trickling down from here. Yeah. But, you know, I mean. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been in the league four years, so I probably haven't seen that side yet. Right. Well, as far as the head coach before. Even even then, Chip still talked to us. Yeah. But I probably haven't seen the actual business side of it yet sure, because sure, sure. of, you know, Doug, he was a football player, so he's more down to earth and he talks to everybody. So. You live in the city? Yeah, well, I live in South Philly. Oh, that's close, a city. Close, yeah, close, <laughs> close to the facility and the stadium. Okay. Who on the team would you say your buddies with? Say it one more time. Who on the team would you say your buddies with? Like, you tight with anybody in particular? Uh, BG, Brandon Graham. Okay. Rodney McLeod. Um, Rodney seems like a fun guy to hang yeah, out with. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Jalen Watkins. Okay. Um, Jordan Matthews. Gotcha. A lot of those guys that kind of like came in with me and then some of the guys that are older. I was just going to say that. A lot of them seem like they came in as sort of kind of around the same time. Right, 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 right. What do you guys do for fun in your downtime? Um, well, actually, today since today is my birthday. And no I'm, shit. Hey, happy yeah, birthday, man. These great apps. <laughs> mozzarella sticks. Ten dollars. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Let's fuck. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Well, we actually went skydiving today. No kidding. Indoor skydiving. The one at King of Prussia? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. Nice. So, How was so, that? I mean, it was fun. We, I think... Who went with like, you? Like, just two of you? Yeah, it was just us two. Did you go too? Yeah? yeah? Nice. So all of us, we like to like just do... Like in our all time, like do like paintball and stuff like that. Okay. Like, well, what we really want to do is I want to ride a horse. I never rode a horse. Ever? So, yeah. Oh man, Jersey. On the horse. You got the Poconos like an hour and a half away, man. You got to right. settle that. I know, I know, I know. What in the city is your favorite spot to hit? Right now, the yeah. best spot in the city is Budokan. Okay. To eat. Right. To eat, yeah. So that's your food spot. Yeah. How about if you're going for drinks? Like, what if you guys are going out on the weekend, just kind of, you know, taking it a little easy? Um, we go for a drink. Anywhere. What's your favorite spot? If he said to you, hey, look, we're going to go out tonight. We can go anywhere you want. Where do you want to go? You ever, What's your pick? You ever heard of Rumor? Yeah. Rumor. They actually work not too far from that. Oh, really? Yeah, Blue 60 Martini. the Walnut, man, right there. Blue Martini's a good Blue bar. Blue Martini's a good bar, too. Yep. Yeah, they don't have these appetizers, though. No, they don't. They don't. $10 apps is definitely a great way to go. No, you can't, can't, can't get rid of that. However, you know, rumors got dancing and, you know. Music. Exactly. Yeah, but spot. that's usually like the spot for the Eagles because we always go there. So that's usually our spot like on a Thursday night. Not misconduct? Right. No, that's, that's only if, because I really don't go out during the season. Right. So in the off season, if we get a chance, we'll do it sometimes. Nice. Do you usually go out with a group of the players? Or yeah. is it just yeah. you guys? Oh, okay, yeah, I, cool. I really don't like traveling by myself in the season. Then you're that guy, me. right? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, can't, I can't be by myself. That's awesome, man. Good food, good beer. What's your drink if you go to the bar? Like, what do you normally order? Well, I usually go for the head. I go a Patron shot. Okay. Try to get a Patron shot. Good skill. If I if I want to just drink on something, I always do honey jack and coke. Okay. How about yourself? What do you like? I'm not a big drinker. If you had to get something, like if a gun was held to your head, and you're like, hey, look, we got to get you cocktails. It's a wedding, for example. Yeah. 
I was drunk. Here, right? Pleasure to meet you. Tequila? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 she likes fruity stuff too. Okay. So like, yeah, martinis and stuff. The mixed drink, like cocktails, that kind of thing. I got you. Especially martinis. Got you. Nice. Hey, that's that's all I got for you, man. Yeah. Dude. And that was it. That was Marcus awesome. Smith. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, Marcus Smith. celebrating his birthday with his girlfriend. Girlfriend was really sweet. Yeah, you know what? That's that's awesome, though. I mean, really he's really cool, really man. nice guy that he spent that much time just talking to. You know, you know, I gotta be honest. It actually seemed like, especially with the football questions, because again, it was a Big Brothers Big Sisters event. It wasn't necessarily like a sports thing, right? So I think at that point, since he had sat down with a couple other people. He actually found it a little refreshing to yeah. actually get like intelligent football questions. Normal questions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Let's um let's offer a collective apology from the city of Philadelphia because I'm gonna tell you right now, what a nice dude, man. He was a genuinely yeah. what a nice, nice guy. guy. Like, he genuinely, sincerely nice guy. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Now you know what? I, again, yeah, we're rooting for you to play better. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We did start by saying he was overdrafted, and it's a little unfair because he shouldn't have been taken in the first round, and he's under that much of a a, a more of a microscope. A, a microscope. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you know, so it's not necessarily good. his fault. I mean, nah, now, nah, granted, no, it's kind of the same with Mike Bamula and John Harris and all these other guys it, that are yeah. John Harris up is another time. one. Yeah. Mike Bamula, actually, again, if you take Mike Bamula's career and you look at just he strictly the numbers, as bad as he, it's made. No, he was a pretty okay. He spent five years in the league, you know, a little longer than that, right? But longer. everybody kind of says it's the same thing with Brandon Graham. Brandon Graham's not Earl Thomas. Mike Bamula's not yeah. Warren Sapp. You know what I mean? Like you but look Brandon at Brandon Graham's doing okay. Yeah, Brandon Graham's now doing so a little now two, good years, two good years in a row. Well, I, I mean, he's still mean, not Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas no, he's not Earl Thomas. Well, yeah, it's unfair. It's unfair. Look, there's there's picks like that all the time, man. Right. You know, we took Chris. The Eagles have far too many of them, though. I mean, like, look, let's be honest. I well, mean, they, yeah. they have a disproportionate amount of these guys. Although I don't know, I, if you look back, I mean, we just follow the Eagles. If you look back on most teams that aren't the Patriots, no, they probably not, have the same situation. Well, no, it's not. I'm you sure had it two is. first round draft picks. You had Danny Watkins, who again was out well, of the league well, as fast as could possibly be. You know, again, not for nothing. I mean, I know we just kind of are patting him on the back a little bit. Marcus Smith has. But Danny, my uh, toaster's all fire. Want to come over? Yeah, but think about think about <laughs> how so all the early. Oh no, Jesus is the fire. Think about, so. think about all the early picks that the Detroit Lions had. They wasted like four straight first round but picks on wide goal. receivers. The goal of the team isn't to be the Lions. I mean, the goal is to be a. It's not the point. You said that they're the only team. I'm telling you that there's there's a lot they're of teams sure, that could. If you look up and down the league, the, out of playoff teams, though, I guarantee you the ones that are consistently making the playoffs aren't. Just well, for who's example, can, who Pittsburgh doesn't. Okay, Pittsburgh, Green Bay, and New England are the gold standards. Other than that, Baltimore. Baltimore does a great job yeah, at hitting Baltimore's most of the really draft picks. Draft the picks. Cincinnati Bengals, although they haven't won a championship, they do have a good the Cincinnati job Bengals though. The have Giants. They? The Giants do a really good job of hitting most of their draft picks. The teams that are parentally consistent are pretty in the good playoffs yeah, do a much better job at this than the Eagles. Well, the good, move, the good news is, is that we have uh, Joe Douglas in, in our office who drafted a lot of guys for the Ravens and the Bears. The yeah, Bears true. did pretty well, too, the last yeah. two years, uh, which is good. So hopefully this is hopefully a turn of events. Hopefully they take advantage of yeah. what he brings to the table. Um, I, don't, I don't mean to jump, jump ahead, um, 
But this is kind of an important topic. Uh, Charlie Gardner, who kind of hits close to home for us because he played for the Eagles for a long time. He backed up Ricky Waters, and he got a chance to start, and then he went out to San Fran and played for them for a while. Had a good career. Like, yep. He was and the Raiders, nice yeah. scat back, really oh, I, I kind of like very fast. Nice and, and, man, you know, I love Charlie Gardner. decent career. Number 25, just man. The Eagles have done a terrific job at grabbing running back talent. I mean, yeah. they had probably 20 years worth of great running backs. Mm-hmm. Which was a drought for a while. Um, but yeah, yeah tr- once they signed Ricky Waters, and yeah. then it, from then, then on, from yeah. then on, it, they, 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 yeah, they couldn't find he, he, he I mean, Sherman, yeah, Keith Byers. I mean, you didn't have like a okay. big gap yeah, between Montgomery yeah. and Waters. He was like a fullback. Yeah, though. yeah. I mean, but, five years, something like that. But 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 uh, yeah, basically, Charlie Garner is saying he's suffering. Well. He's, Charlie Garner, no. So this, the writer, we'll, we'll get to it in a yeah, second. The, the writers, writers the, a regular uh, a story report came out. Is saying that he's suffering from CTE and then that he's uh, blacking out and then he's forgetting where he parks his car and he has to take his kid with him. But Mike has an update on this story. So, yeah, I mean, uh, so Charlie Garner had all this come out and, and like everybody in the city was seriously concerned about him. Everybody, you know, loved the guy and this and that. So Charlie Garner caught wind of all this and actually called one of the morning shows from one of the stations here in Philly to just basically kind of clear the air a little bit on what, what was being said. The the can't find needing this kid to find a car. How many times have you guys been in like a big parking lot and said, Hey, remember column C four because that's where we parked? Uh, We're in the itchy lot. Um <laughs> Hey Ron, remember last Sunday when I called you? Yeah. And yeah, that's true. Are are you suffering from concussions? Yeah. Dude. We I mean left. you might Dude, oh my God. this he is yeah, you can real, real quick, so we went Just to see. I mean, this is great because I get to plug yeah. their show. So there's a new show on Wildfire Radio, Inside Corner, which is hosted by Glenn Macnow and Leslie Goodell. And uh, we hung out with them last Sunday, which was a great time. And yeah, it's, the show off, it's Philly so centric. Yeah, and it was a great time. And I actually got on the show for Catch a little bit. And the Wildfire nice. guys. And uh, got to ask a question. Well, the Wildfire guy. Yeah, Wildfire guy. And uh, there's four engineers <laughs> for one show. How many engineers do we need? I don't see anybody. Four! <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> so, Ron, I, I, I'm behind Ron on 95. He doesn't know it. And I see him make a right on the Delaware Avenue. I'm like, what the fuck's he going? So I call him, like, dude, you made a right. You should have made a left because South Street's this way. No, 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 there's, there's parking this way. Well, I should have followed Ron. I parked like three blocks away, which is ultimately like a Sean mile. Sean texted me. He's like, I think we parked on the fucking moon. Yeah. I parked at <laughs> a park. Yeah, there's a city pretty well. I would have followed around. Yeah. I, I ended up, well, I know that area too, but like there was no parking. Yeah. My normal spots, gone. Just gone. And it was Sunday's a Sunday night. Easy it was a Sunday yeah. night. They were yeah. gone. Yeah. I ended up parking in a parking garage. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going around the <laughs> ramp. Spent $40. 20 bucks. 18 I'm going up. Meanwhile, I'm parked about 500 18. feet from the front door of the for car. Free. For free. <laughs> so, so I, te- I text Ron. I'm like, where are you? Oh, I'm outside. I'm like, fuck you. So I'm walking for He's a mile. Like I'm like, I'll be in like 10 minutes. So we walk in. You know, everything's fine. I walk out. This motherfucker's driving in his fucking vehicle. Driving by me with his head down. I see the light shine in his face because he's on the goddamn phone while he's driving. Imagine that, Ron. I'm, I'm trying to wave him down so he can maybe... What else p- I do? He it's pick- like him on the show. <laughs> he can pick me up and take me to the parking garage, right? So he, he doesn't see me. He drives off. I think I called you right away, right? Or I texted you like, hey, dick, can I get off your phone? Like, oh, shit, dude, I'm sorry. 
I get in the parking garage. No, I, I didn't go even think of it as that. I should have offered in the first place, though, because I really was like 500 feet from the front door of the bar. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Selfish so, prick. Know, so right? I'm Asshole. on the second floor in the parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> Inadvertently, it was a dick move. Asshole. Now, here's, here's I, I didn't bring this up at the point, uh, at the time. I, I'm walking up the parking garage. I'm like, this doesn't look like the same door I went into or I came out of. But anyway, I go up this scene, the, the stairwell, and I go up, and there's the number two, which I parked in front of, and there's a stairwell that I parked completely across from and I'm like where's my car it's not here and I'm hitting the lock button and nothing's happening there's no beeping there's nothing I'm like where is my car so I went up the steps went down the steps I'm like no this is the only number nope, two it's still not here it's still not here <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm, I'm clicking the button clicking the button clicking the button button nothing right I'm like oh my god and I look up and I had to look up like 20 feet and there's a sign Reserve parking, you will be towed. I'm like, oh no, yeah. Oh man. my god, my car is towed, and I'm hitting the button. I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, I, you know, like I have to work tomorrow. You know, all this other stuff. Meanwhile, I'm just chugging along at the baby elephant walk, like playing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> the and I, I call Ron. And I'm like, dude, my car's been towed. You gotta turn around. He's like, shit, really? I'm like, dude, you gotta turn around. He's like, all right, I, I, I'm turning around. I'm like, all right. So I'm freaking out. Because I'm on 95. I mean, at this point... Yeah, he, yeah he's like, on yeah, the way home. I hand up the like, phone. I'm literally screaming like, What the fuck? In the middle of the fucking parking garage. And it's echoing throughout. I can completely picture this, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Ron doesn't have a temper. the least yeah. bit embellished, either. I mean, I can completely picture Sean just sitting there having a what the fuck God damn. meltdown. Like. So this maintenance guy with no teeth comes walking up and goes, Well, you got... You all right? I said, No, my fucking car's been towed. He goes, Go on the other side of the wall. You came up the wrong entrance. <laughs> too. We weren't going that long. We were only there maybe, yeah. what, an hour and a half, two hours yeah. at the most? At the most. I walk on the other side of the There's this, like, wall, and there's another entrance. There is another entrance. And I walk over, and I'm hitting a the button. There's, I see the lights flash, and I'm like, oh, thank God. And there's my car. I'm like, Ryan, never mind. Meanwhile, but, I turned around on 95, then had to turn back around. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about you at that point. I'm going to be honest. I was worried. Like, no, I mean, I was relieved oh, that you didn't get God. towed. Yeah, I, I mean, small price That's a long day. night. You know, Dude, where's my car? Dude, where's your car? You know, I oh, there's my car. I should have said to you, is, uh... I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. <laughs> Me? I'm not the one that lost my car. <laughs> so I ended up... I don't get to use that that often. So I ended up, uh... But in my <laughs> defense... You me? I was trying to help I you. I know. No, he was. In my defense, the horn wasn't working. Even my, my lock button... The alarm, like a beep, beep, you know, whatever, mm. wasn't working. I don't know, maybe my, my battery's down or whatever, but whatever the case is, you know, it, it sucked. But I don't get in the car and be like, oh, thank God. I so anyway, getting back to the original story. So Charlie Garner. Yeah, the roundabout, basically, <laughs> the roundabout theme here is it's not really oh, that Lord. unthinkable you can lose your car. Like <laughs> All that. <laughs> so anyway, Charlie Garner needing his son to find his car could be that much worse than, you know, why did Sean lose in this car? True. But so, you know, I, I don't know if you necessarily need concussion syndromes to... That's the point. I think that yes. I lose my story. car at least it's, once a day. It's not really as difficult as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Once a day. So basically you're telling me about my story? Shut up! <laughs> no, it was a good story. No, not at all. <laughs> no, it was a good, you know, good. a good distraction. See, I bash myself once in a while. I have no problem with that. It was relevant, actually. I, I, like, it yeah, made I, sense. I mean, I, based on the, I know, the anecdote Mike's rolling out there. Hey, by the way, speaking of relevant, um, do you guys know why there's no Walmarts in Syria? God. There's only Targets? Oh, Jesus. Man. That's, that's too soon. It's so horrible. 
It's not even 24 hours. No, there were warning shots. It was the best missile attack ever. It was the greatest missile attack actually, in his I'll, I'll bullets. I'll, I'll, well, not not to get political, but I actually agree. Well done. I I, I actually can't stand it. The greatest it. ever. I can't There's stand never it. Never been a better one. There's never been a better one, but I, I'll, I'll tell you right now. I need, promise you, it needed to be done. It needed to be done. Anyway, so let's move on. So now, I mean, so essentially, I mean, it's not that he's not suffering from some of the things. He said it was just blown out of proportion. He said that basically what happened, Charlie Garner said that he was writing a book with this guy, and apparently there was an argument over, like, what percentage the guy was going to get for the book. And things kind of like... Standard him a little bit. Yeah, so the guy kind of, like, took things and and embellished it and and kind of... You know, some of the things that they were told as part of the thing... He made out like it, it, again. It's not Charlie Garner saying that he's he's okay. He he's not perfect. He does have some CTE syndromes, but it's not it, it's not nearly as bad. He, he's, he's not like a Kevin Turner or yeah, anything like, like that, where if, you know he's been physically debilitated because right. of his injuries. No, which no, he's, he's claiming he's claiming it's not that bad. Right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so. But what if he was? Never mind. No, I mean that's that's. I mean, when he was talking, I mean if. if the way that the guy made it out, the, he he wouldn't even have been able to go on the radio and have a conversation, and his conversation was totally like lucid, you know, totally lucid, totally legit. This and, sucks, you know. man. I'm gonna be honest with you because, well, that's good. I mean, no, I'm, I'm glad he's fine. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. well, everybody, yeah, yeah, it was a, a big sigh of relief for yeah. everybody that was listening to it. He's claiming it's fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, you kind of got to take him at his word. I mean, he knows his body better than anybody else. I guess would. his I book's mean, not gonna come out now, is it? Well, not with that yeah, author no. anyway. I mean, no. who's gonna draw the pictures now? <laughs> It ain't going to be him. He's going to forget what he's drawing. Kind of like where you forgot where your car was? That's exactly right. It happens some, from, from time to time. So, <laughs> come outside the lines and shit. Dude, where's my car? Put the sloppiest illustrations ever in a book. Look, why is there a penis on page 26 for no reason at all? And then a the guy drops dead when he's drawing it? After the holy hand oh, grenade? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That was... We're back to that. Oh, Mike. That might have been the darkest fucking one Mike's ever had. <laughs> Come on, Quest for the Holy Grail? How could that be dark? That was, that's, yeah, but I think Ron agrees with me. That was probably the darkest thing Mike's ever said. It's not necessarily that it's dark specifically. It's that it's the darkest thing you've ever said. Mike, you know what I uh, think? Hey, this is Riley Tote. No, that's not what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Riley Cote with the teleprompter. Riley Cote, you listen to Second time. Sports? <laughs> Damn it, who put a question mark up there? <laughs> All right, you know what? Might, might, might as well play it now. Hey, this is Riley Cote, and you're listening to Corner Pop Sports. Yes, that's, you are. That's a hat trick for Riley Cote. God damn it, I should have had Marcus Smith to a promo. You should have. <laughs> you should have. Yeah, we'll get him on. You said he lives in the area. We'll get yeah. him on. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Wow. Moving on. Oh. We still got to talk about Romo. Well, next? yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no, real, real, real quick. I mean, like, look, I'm, a, I'm relieved that Garner is coming out and saying this. I'm just leaving it at that. I'm just glad he's he says he's. No, I am so. too. I, I very, very much so. Uh, good guy, man. I, I always, you know, pull for this guy, and and you know, I always thought he was he was a good dude and, and a good running back, good football player, and a, and a good guy just overall. And but here's here's a just a general question. I have I have a suggestion, and you're probably not going to like it. I'm going to see what you guys think first, and Joel included. You know, head injuries. I mean, they're doing everything they can as far as the game goes. They're not doing everything they nah. can. Not it it should be done by now. 
Well, let's let's hear suggestions. Team. Let's go. Go around the table. Well, let's one, go. They should be changing their helmet style. Uh, I mean, that what? would be number one. To what? They the have the, a concussion, not concussion <clears throat> proof, but a extremely concussion resistant helmet. But it's put out by a vendor that's different than the one that they're using now, and they're not going to necessarily switch contracts. Okay. That's number one, right out of the gate. If you really want to cut down, if you're really that serious about Make it on memory foam. You could, you know. Well, I mean, it is. It's... It's not memory phone specifically, but I mean, it is like a, a different style of padding. That the helmet, but is this but is yeah. this different style of padding? Is it basically like the um, Richard Moranis Spaceballs helmet? <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I've seen pictures Rich, of it because they Rick use Moranis it in a lot of like high school leagues and like uh, like Pop Warner football leagues and everything like that. No, I mean they do look a little bit different, but no, it's it's nothing ridiculous. It's still in the same style as before. Okay. So that would be number one. I mean, you could easily change your equipment to be something that's a lot more impact resistant than what you're using now. Right out of the gate, that's number one. Secondly, I mean, you could start calling tackling a little bit more correctly than you are, you know, before. I mean, there's plenty of illegal tackles that are out there. Now, again, this doesn't necessarily start at the NFL level, but if you're asking, like, what people can do, start learning to tackle correctly at, like, the, you know, late grade school, high school level. Start, you know having everybody less inclined to go after the sports center highlight reel hit and a little bit more inclined to, you know, wrap somebody up and pull into the ground. I thought they've been trying to, to do that the last five years. They've been trying. They've been trying. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's one. Secondly, if you want to take care of the players a little bit better, back up what they're eligible for as far as their tenure in the league. I mean, right now I think it's at four years. So if the average career is three or three and a half, Back it up to three to years instead. Make it two years. Like, make them eligible for better benefits earlier in their career. Than you know what? But that's that's all part of the Players Association, and that's where a player, an association needs to be a little bit more forward-thinking and a little bit more less selfish, me-first no, kind of do. thinking. And it's a weak players' union, too. I mean, that, that does fall partly on the players' union, but at the same time, if the question is asked on the part of the league, hey, what can we be doing? Better medical care is definitely something that they could be doing. I mean, that right. would be a hell of an olive branch that you're able to offer to the Players Association. But right. that's, that's I, I mean, I'm dead serious in that, like, hey, you know what? You know, we were just talking about Richard Sherman and Jason Peters make $11 million a year. They make $9 million a year. They, they fund that $2 million into pensions, into medical care, into medical – and there's, you know – yeah, but 300 players like that? exception, though. I mean, the average player is only in the league for about three years. Three, well, that's three what and a half years That's what I'm saying, career. though. That $2 million from the highest-paid players funds into the, the players that aren't in oh, that I level. See, okay, I see what you're saying. All of it, if it's dispersed a little bit better and they, they do a better job of, of capping yeah, – a better job. Of capping the, the you know, <laughs> the salaries and, and, you know, dispersing it or even, like – even paying them $11 million and then taking $2 million off the top or whatever it is off of, like, just kind of doing almost like a taxation of their own product of maybe 10% taking off the top of every salary and dispersing that into some sort of pension for medical, for for retirements, and for everything else. I think that that would be huge. Go a long way. Sean. A really long way. Well, I thought they were supposed to be coming out with a helmet where it's um – well, they're, 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 it right now they're Kevlar. It, it like gives in like they're Kevlar. Is that what it is? You take a hit and it's supposed to have a certain type of padding at the tip of the the tip of the top. crown or whatever. Yeah, I mean I don't understand. It's a billion dollar, billion dollar, billion mm-hmm. times because they have a lucrative billion. contract with the equipment that they're using now. And yeah, that's, it's just that, that simple. They don't want to. I know it's all about that yeah, up. I know. Sometimes I know equipment's it's all about money. not good enough. Yeah, I know it's all about money. Yeah, get it. 
It is. That's exactly what it is. It's all about the money that they're being paid, and that's just kind of it. Like, they don't want to disrupt somebody that sponsored it. No, again, off the top of my head, I really don't remember if it's, like, Riddle or Russell Athletic. They use Shut now, right? Not Shut, is it? uh, I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. I really don't remember the equipment. Shut, it's like the past form of shit. (laughs) But it does exist. I just shut myself. It's out there. That's that's what, that's what the slogan I is. I thought it was shut. shut. I just got hit in the I just got hit in the head. I just shot myself. <laughs> so I think <laughs> you guys are gonna hate me for this. Now, too you late. Are? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Way too late. I think. <laughs> hear hear me out. He says after making a shitting himself joke. Go less, <laughs> less protective with the helmet. You go less. So we're leather. Not necessarily leather. You go less. Guys aren't leaving with their fucking heads anymore. You know why? Because it hurts. Well, because it hurts. Yeah, that kind of goes to True. what I was saying before. I mean, yeah, it's, I, I've heard this. Look, I don't, I don't Mike, agree Mike, with it. Mike, we we played tackle football for you know twenty years. I mean, I don't know twenty years, fifteen years, whatever it was with those guys. For every week we played. Right. Did anybody ever have a concussion? Did any of us ever have a concussion? No, but we weren't. Maybe we weren't once. pro. We weren't pro athletes. No, we, we weren't. Were, and we were friends. We but were it, playing. Yeah, like, but it wasn't like so some of well, or, some yeah. of us. I mean, there was yeah. times where we played with guys who yeah. were strangers who who tried to you know take people's heads off and stuff. But the thing was, like, we didn't. Not often. Not in that. In basketball, more than. But whatever the case is, I mean, most of the time we were grabbing people and wrapping them. We weren't even falling at a ground. Which is what like, the correct way to tackle. Yeah, but no, I mean, like, we literally were, like, grabbing people by the jersey and holding them with an arm, well, not, like... Yeah. Rachel's I mean, sexist, was, by the way, that Ben Simmons had a growth spurt, so clearly she's not listening oh, to the no, show. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Actually, that's true. Ben Simmons, seven um, now. Seven foot, ben, foot ben Simmons grew two extra inches since he's been out. He's now no? seven he's, foot tall. Thanks, Rachel. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening to the show. <laughs> uh, she'll be on next week, I think, too. Thanks. Thanks for listening when you're not on. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah, well... It's true, but it's not true. Like, we never. I mean, I went after, I went after people's legs. Someone went after my leg and broke my kneecap. You know, but I didn't have a concussion. Like, I might have problems with my knee when I get older, but like, because of that. But I'm I'm not gonna have hit you know head injuries from that. Like, we never went after each other's heads because you had less protection because you protected yourself. You well, knew not to leave knee, your head. You think to yourself, hey, maybe I should have wore something to. What was I gonna do with my knee? I, 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 I I'm called literally a, asking you. Like, this isn't a sarcastic no, question. No, basically what happened was I called a screen pass. Term, one person pl- held you term, up. And then, no, yeah. no one held me up. I called a screen pass, caught the ball, planted my left leg down, turned, and the guy hit me in the knee, Eesh. bent my knee backwards, oh, broke my kneecap. Kind of extended it? There's nothing. No, he broke my kneecap. Oh, really? He literally broke. Yeah, there's nothing I could do about that. There's nothing you can wear or do anything without that. But there is things you can do about your head. Don't leave with your fucking helmet. Like, Brian Dawkins did. I love Brian Dawkins, but he always tackled. He was the, well, he Tim Halk. I mean, before oh, Brian yeah. Dawkins, he was, yeah, he was they were missile. dirty tackles. Yeah, he missed. Yeah, missile. These Halk guys are two fifty. Stop being a missile and wrap up the body instead of going after the big shot. These guys are always go after the big. Look at it. Look at the league overall, well, especially for a running back. I mean, you tuck your head down. You know. Well, there's nothing you can do about that. Let's be honest. Well, that's kind of going to corner's position. I mean, look, what are you going to do? I, I mean, understand that. But and that's, where that's why you can't. That's why you can't not be a little better. That's well, why you can't not wear yeah, but, less protective. But like you got to like when you're well, going underneath there with 300 pound guys. Maybe you don't then. You know, maybe these running backs. up against guys that are that big, they're going to kill you. Maybe these running backs don't go head first die. down. <laughs> if you're going into yeah, the trenches, you can't. There was time. There was time. We went after guys. I mean. 
Somebody's. We didn't have offensive linemen. We didn't have three. We never. Sometimes, we had one three hundred pound guy that ever played with us, and he was fat and out of shape. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> it's true. He doesn't listen anyway. One thing he knows that internet is. He lives in a fucking cave. But I mean, my point. There is stuff that the league can do. I mean, that's kind of where I was going with it. I mean, there's definitely tangible stuff that they could be doing right now, and the players' association is just as guilty. I mean, there is things that they can also be doing. To kind of even rugby, things out a little man. bit and make sure I, the players are better taken care of. I look at rugby. You know, I look at rugby and go, wow, they don't have this issue. Well, it's you rugby's don't a different know that they game. don't, to it's be honest ha- with you. I mean, might be like, if rougher. I was to ask you right now, name five rugby players, could well, you do it? Yeah, but it's not a worldwide sport. It's different. Well, that's my point. How do you know these issues don't exist? It's just that it's on a smaller scale and you're not as plugged into it, so you don't know. Rugby's a little bit... Uh, Rugby's a different right, sport. I'll give you it's, that. it's pitched back. It's there true. You're, you're not dropping back and throwing to guys or, or like running between. Like everything seems to go to the, the outside. Are a like it's it's a little too, bit yeah. of a different game. It's like almost like a soccer type thing. Yeah. Kind of sort of yeah. Well, I mean, the way that you're able to move the the rugby ball is a little bit different than than football. The way you're able to move the ball is different. The, nobody throws out overhand. It, it's a bigger yeah, it's a bigger ball. I made sure to practice the dead. rugby ball. <laughs> You did. All right, real quick to end the show. Tony Romo. Yeah, dude. That's what is this? All right, Tony Romo is going to get cut, and he's going to get re- he retired. Well, Tony Romo retired. Did he want to still play, or did oh, he? he- I think well, he still wanted to play, but I think, I think he, he only had about three or four teams he was yeah. willing to play for. And once Texans, that clearly Broncos, wasn't shaking out. Yeah. Well, I think that the Broncos and Texas were two of the teams that would have Gladly taking him. And he basically... No, Broncos. Broncos John Elway said specifically, no, we're good. We've always been good. We've never been interested. We had no interest whatsoever in the guy. We just drafted Paxton Lynch. We're fine with Simeon for now. We really don't want him. Houston would have taken him. I don't know what happened with Houston. I don't either. Who the well, hell is their quarterback? Well, ba- well basically, well, maybe Romo <laughs> wants Trevor to actually. Trevor maybe Simeon. Romo felt uh, that uh, he uh, was Houston. Yeah, Savage. Would be Savage. I guess they're right? going to be drafted. Something. Hope they could draft somebody. Well, yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like, isn't it possible that Romo's just like, look, I've had too many injuries. I'd rather have a cushy job. Or well, it could. It could be. I mean, Troy Aikman kind of did the same thing. He's like, look, if I'm no. not going to be able to play for exactly the situation CBS I'm going to walk into. CBS then, went yeah, to him. They gave him. I've got a really good second I'm, option here. There's no reason not CBS to CBS went to him and said, we're going to offer you the top <laughs> tier job. And what are they paying him? Has there been a number? I haven't seen what the number is. Like, Dude, it's got to be significant. It's yeah. got to be very significant. Yeah. The number one team. All right, uh, here's my gripe with this. You got guys like Gus Johnson. You have guys, like, name it, name them, yeah. name them, no, you're right. who have been grinding, who have gone to broadcasting school or have done their yeah. duties through as a broadcaster the shit, the shit, the shit to shot. go through, yeah, to play. Or yeah. like know, the Rich Gannons of the world exactly that, have, that are on the fourth, job, like, yeah. you know, that are These trying guys. to move their way up. one of the best basketball play-to-play guys that uh-huh. there is. Well, yeah. true, but he doesn't get the football credibility as, as he should. He doesn't really call football. He's primarily known for basketball. All right, well, you're missing the point. I mean, there's other guys. There's a second-level guy. level guy on football. I think he's a fantastic announcer, and he doesn't he doesn't get the recognition. Well, he's, he's replacing Phil Sims. Phil Sims wasn't. Yeah, well, Phil I Sims dropped Sims. off. I, I get that, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I but like like was Rich Gannon. Why isn't Rich Gannon number one then? Yeah. Put, put Rich, Rich Gannon's Gannon been after doing this for five six years. He's he's already toned his craft a little bit. I'm thinking clear to CBS, right? Well, the other Those thing guys. too, these guys uh, even Trent Green. Trent Green's been going at it for a while. You know, I don't like Trent Green per yeah. se, but like yeah. he's been Rich at Gannon, it for a while. Like, dude, he's good for college. Yeah. 
put them up there before you put this guy who has no. First of all, well, yeah, you've I, bear in mind I don't too. think he has a personality. There's a couple no. of things. I mean, first, a lot of these guys, like especially if you're calling college games, for example, a lot of times you're really, for the most part, staying within a certain area. Slapping. If the you face. have a family and everything like that, you might prefer that. You might not want to travel all over the place all the time. You might want to stay like relatively kind of in, like if you're in the Big Ten, for example, you might want to stay in the Northeast corridor. Like that might be something that's preferable to you as opposed to constantly crisscrossing the country. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of these guys' circumstances are a little bit, you know, people take different jobs for different reasons. It's not necessarily 100% all about the money, mm-hmm. per se. It, you know, the like Benjamins. there's a lot of guys that, like, I remember one time, uh, I think it was Michael Barkan, actually. He said that he took a job specifically because they promised him he'd be able to cover the Masters. And that was what he really wanted to do. Like, he would do all this other shit work, but they promised him that he would go down and be able to cover the Masters tournament, which is what he really, really wanted to do. Good segue. Because not only is Romo getting the number one tier on CBS, he's also going to be covering golf. Well, all right. So, let me, here's my Bullshit. take. Bullshit. Here's my take he on he played this. in a pro-am once? No, I mean, he's, he's supposed to be a pretty decent golfer. Give a fuck. He didn't play golf professionally. I well, I mean, did, he's, he's almost a scratch golfer. I mean, he might be good enough to play. My, he's blown. All right, so, <laughs> first of all, the problem, the problem with Romo here is that everybody's a hater because everybody hates Romo because you know why? he's a cowboy. I, I think listen- he might be a good announcer, to be honest. I don't think he has a personality. You, I don't know if he does or he doesn't. I think he, I think he has it's a little bit better of a personality. Than, all the time. <laughs> fucking dork. See, but you're a hater because he's a cowboy. I mean, you know we're, why? We're not, I we're to, not the, look, we're not lo- the I, best, we're I not love, the most objective that's true. people to be talking about whether Romo's going to be good But I love Aikman. I love Aikman. I think Aikman's a good announcer. I think Aikman. I, I like Aikman. Yeah. He does a great job of color. Um, uh, the other, uh, uh, the fullback. Moose Johnson? Moose Johnson's yeah. okay. Yeah. Johnson. Him, uh, yeah. I'm not as but good as Johnson. But now you go from channel to channel from national game. It's Troy Aikman, and then you got to go to Tony Romo. All right, so here's here's my take on it. My, I my biggest take is the guys who have paid their dues have been in the industry for 15 plus years and are not getting that spot. Be it this guy is, but that's and he's I, walking into it. My argument is, I do a podcast every so, fucking week. So I have more credibility than he does to do broadcasting. This is what you're gonna hear. Jesus, I had a mic go for it. Okay, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm done for the show. I'm done. All right, so no, I mean, Wait for my it. point with that was. Was that I, I agree with Sean on that. I, I, I don't think necessarily that he doesn't have a personality. I don't think that he may not be successful. But I do think that somebody should pay their dues before they get into a role. They, they, he shouldn't just... It's not even necessarily he pay your dues for me. It's more just like, look, cut your teeth on something that's not necessarily in the national spotlight. That he shouldn't just... You, you, don't, you shouldn't just be handed the top job. It, without having to pay your dues a little bit. Well, my thing is, like I said before, I mean, you don't necessarily know that a lot of guys really wanted it either. I mean, like I said, guys take all sorts of jobs for all sorts of different reasons. It's not necessarily, okay, this is pros versus college, so I want this. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, all right, yeah, I know we got to wrap up a little bit, but I, I, I just – I don't know if he's going to be good or bad, but I, I don't think that you need to give the number one job to somebody who you're not sure about yet. I mean, they don't really go, have a whole go, lot to go, go by. Joe the whole Buck. sample size. 
God damn. Yeah, God damn Joe Buck. Well, guys. Piece of shit. We, I, I knew we had a full show tonight. We went up to the, against, against the uh, thing here. Um, Joel, thank you. Ron, thank Joel. you. Sean, thank you. Mike, thank you. Sean. Ron. Fat Jack's Barbecue. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm yeah, still stuck. FatJacksBarbecue.com. I ate way hour. too much. <laughs> and Marcus Smith. Thank Marcus you. Smith. Yeah, Marcus thanks. Smith. Sorry, Marcus. Great Smith. interview. Sorry. Yeah, it was a great time, man. It was good. good. We're that sorry. Was a very good interview. We're sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening live. For those who did. Park, we're sorry. We're sorry. For those who listen on wildfireradio.com, thank you. We're sorry. For those who listen on iTunes.com, thank you so much. We catch you every Friday night. We are Corner Pub Sports. We will see you guys next week. We get heavy into the draft next week. Knockdown six packs. That's right. Bar, yeah. yeah. Uh, bar talk, bar which talk? is non existent anymore. Really? Oh, they got rid of them. Sorry. All right, whatever. Whatever's on Wildfire Radio next. Either way, stay tuned. Penis. Penis. <laughs>